Associate. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Nerds. We're back for another week. I'm Jester954 here with everybody's favorite Uncle Aaron, Jean-Claude Van Damme Miller, our resident camping Viking, Jimmy's John, and... <laughs> Fuck, wait, <laughs> let me do it again. I forgot, wait, what was I saying before? Damn it, I forgot. I, I gotta come up with... I, I, I like having a floating one to come up with something like new and different every time, but like, if I don't have something... I was trying to think off the beginning what I was going to say. Say the other know. guy. Nate. <laughs> no, because that's guy. that's dismissive. That's not cool. <laughs> um, but he knows, so it's not. He I knows know, he I ain't know. shit. We just haven't gotten like a <laughs> like a bit or a joke thing. I don't know. Fuck it. We're doing it live. It's another week. We're back. God damn it. Nathan's here too. God damn it. <laughs> We're doing uh, we'll do it live. Little inside inside baseball, like we don't really think like this first we usually know like we're gonna do weeks, and then we're gonna talk about this, but we leave the very, very, very beginning completely blank and empty to see like what happens and sometimes we strike gold sometimes this happens well and sometimes i just randomly go jesse i'm giving you the intro (laughs) yeah also you did just give me the intro like immediately right before (laughs) i always just think back to that day where we were like we were gonna podcast and then like you did like a sylvester stallone thing and then we talked about fucking sylvester stallone for like 30 minutes before we even got to anything and i was like that was perfect it was amazing uh So yeah, it's another week where I don't think... That, oh yeah, we did have a bunch of new shows come out. Avatar, we had a Borderlands trailer, we had I played more Helldivers. Well, and the most uh, important thing ever in the history of the universe happened, which is the yeah, fucking I know. Elden Ring DLC trailer, bro. Oh, yeah, Elden Ring Shadow of the Earth uh, Tree, Tree uh, trailer yeah. dropped, which is very crazy. Very, very awesome thing happened, and... Uh, think another thing borderlands trailer hell divers oh i played a couple of demos unicorn overlord and contra operation galuga mm. here's the thing did you play the demo we'll, we'll get to that <laughs> yeah we'll get to that later i saw a fucking um, ad for it and it was like play five hours of the demo and i was like you're really stretching the fucking <laughs> word play yeah. <laughs> um yeah yeah uh, one thing I did, I was going to immediately go ahead and call out. We had uh, two write-ins that I'm assuming are from the same person. And I did want to call these out because we did have a special uh, giveaway this weekend. Jimmy's John did a special Discord giveaway because of, he's so gracious and amazing. He gave away a copy of Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Uh, our good buddy in Discord, Albino Massacre uh, one. That's a very troubling name depending on how you take it. Um but somebody writes in and says, uh, did I miss the Final Fantasy VII giveaway? Next entry. I want to enter the Final Fantasy VII giveaway. So <laughs> I did want, I did kind of I did want to take this moment to just let you guys know, like, hey man, you know, go to the link tree, nerds the podcast. That's where all of our links are. And that's where there's a free open Discord invite where anyone can join. It's completely free and open. And James did a giveaway where he, his giveaway was different than mine. My giveaways, I'm usually like, hey, if you're sub to the Twitch and you support, we'll throw your name in a hat and you'll get this big thing. James was just like, all you got to do is like a post on Discord. All you had to do was hit the cross swords and you immediately got entered into a goddamn $70 giveaway for a video game. And 75 still, for taxes. 75, Ooh. you know? Uh, <laughs> and then to, also... You know, I had to cover that. <laughs> well, yeah. Also, um, 
there was only 11, was it, people 13. who entered? No, it was 19. Oh, 19. 19? 19, okay. But, I mean, our Discord's got a lot more. I, I figured mm -hmm. there should be, if there's 100 people, there should be 100 entrants. But you know, right. we just, you know that's the what you, that's the benefit you get for you know if you listen, if you listen with intent, if you listen and you join the community, you know maybe fun things happen like that. Maybe there's a lot of games coming out. Maybe there's more giveaways. We don't know, but um, we definitely do want to thank. I know James a couple people. That. I think it was either Bone. I think it was Bone said he wasn't entering just because he wanted somebody else to be able to get it. Yeah, because so, Bone won. Cool. I think Bone won the God of War raffle, uh, and yeah, and then um, Durhoff won the Elden Ring giveaway. And way back, oh, yeah. someone in fucking the UK or Germany won a fucking giveaway. Oh god, some shit across the goddamn <laughs> ocean. Yeah, it was so fucking That's expensive. True. <laughs> um, I mean, I will say, you know, definitely keep listening with intent uh, because I, I mean, I can't speak for y'all, but I'm pretty sure we are probably going to give away at least one Elden Ring, Elden Ring yeah. DLC yeah. code because it <laughs> uh, seems like everybody pre-ordered the special collector's edition, which comes with a digital code. But, you know, goddamn well, those things are not going to show up on time. Yeah. And, you know, motherfucking well that we're all going to be in there day one. So. Oh, yeah. So I bought gonna be an extra code or two. <laughs> Spoilers for fucking, you know, the news part, but I bought the uh, collector's edition of Shadow of the Earth Tree uh, for PS5, and I will be buying a digital copy for PC. Duh. <laughs> okay. I give them all my money. Yes. Yeah, so for sure. Um, if I have a digital code with my um, collectors, which I didn't even pay attention to that, I'll definitely give it mm -hmm. away. Yeah, it brings a digital code, but I mean... Unless they can, they know, dude, but they know because they know that when they sent right. those collector's editions out, they know everybody still went and bought it. I digitally. bought the Xbox collector and never played it. Yeah, dude, oh, wow. I have never even opened my collector's edition because it came so I far. Opened it. I had well, to get the statue. It came so long after the fucking game. I was literally already, I'd already 100%ed it on PC when it, when uh, I got yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I got my well, day of release like that day while we were streaming. Oh, you did get yours. Yeah. yeah. I didn't get mine. I got mine the same day as Aaron, I think, like two weeks later or some yeah. shit. Um, um, I thought mine was longer, but maybe I'm making things up in my brain, you know. I don't know. Making uh, myself mad. I'm going to go. pretty long. Yeah. But maybe but yeah. It, makes it makes it more of a trophy. Like if you, you have to 100% it in order to get your, your <laughs> yeah. statue. Hey, that would be sick. Yeah. I have the fucking PS4 background that you got for Platinum and Bloodborne, and they stopped giving those out now. Oh man, nice. Who's laughing now? Who's laughing now? Mm. Who's the nerd uh, now, Dad? Well, yeah. But I guess what we'll <laughs> say is, yeah, the uh, the collector's editions did get announced, which uh, it's basically just a digital copy of the game, a soundtrack. I think the soundtrack's probably digital. Yeah, I don't think it's a CD soundtrack. So a soundtrack, Statue a forty-page hard, never heard of. <laughs> yeah, a forty-page, um, hard hardbound art book uh, that no one's gonna look at because it's gonna be full of fucking spoilers. So wait till you beat it, then look at it. Uh, and then a statue of Mesmer the Impaler, which looks to be the new big bad. Yeah, Melania's which, son, right? I don't know. Uh, we don't know Pretty yet, sure. but maybe. Um. I didn't. I didn't brother watch. Son, brother. No, Mikola is her brother, and Mikola's. I think it's her son. I wonder who she had a kid with. The guy that trained her how to do the mm. waterfowl dance. Because I'll kill him and her and that fucking kid. 
waterfowl dance cannot yeah. go on any longer. Well, he has the snakes too, so I yes. wonder if it's somebody. I thought maybe it was fire. Yeah, what was the guy that turned into the snake? I forget his name. Radagon. No, Radagon is no. bad. Is big no. bad. Um, well, snake Radagon. was the underground under the mansion, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, the extra boss. Yeah, he's one of uh, he's one of their brothers and sisters too. All oh, of Mar- okay. America, Mariah. Who's the snake boss in Elden Ring? <laughs> it's funny. Rykard, Rykard, Lord of Blasphemy. Yeah, and also snakes are said to be the enemy of the Erd Tree. Um, mm. and he also has the same posture as those cursed knights, those those gold knights walking through the blood swamp. And uh, uh, so I, Miyazaki did say, "Oh, there's definitely a boss that's as hard as uh, um." Oh my God, Melania, 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 for sure. Uh, and I'm like, please no. Jesse's yeah, like hard. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Waterfowl River, dance. What the fuck is that? <laughs> um, you, I don't even think yeah, she did know. her waterfowl dance when you fought her. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. That's the three piece where she. Slash, or, slash, slash, slash. or yeah. yeah. Oh, it's so bad. It's so it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't watch Vati's breakdown yet, but I watched some other Souls person's breakdown. Uh, and there's a lot. There is a lot of lore in yeah. that goddamn trailer. Watch them too. <laughs> so I'm going to watch the Vati one later. Uh, yeah, and the whole really awesome. thing is about Mikola traveling to go find something. And it, it must be before... It must be a time travel thing, because it must be before... Maybe the bad molester guy took him. Yeah, and it's looking like it's probably going to be you got to touch the hand coming out of the egg where you fight yeah. Moog. That's probably going to be the transport part. Um, so I don't know, man. So the 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 collector's edition is two hundred forty nine dollars after standard <laughs> shipping. It's two hundred and eighty eight dollars. Let's call it two ninety yeah. plus another forty because you're going to buy it early. That's uh three hundred and thirty dollars. For effectively for a statue, I'm not okay. gonna lie. I am debating whether or not I'm actually gonna go through with this. I have all the other ones except for Maria from Bloodborne. I don't think anybody has that shit. No, that that wasn't an edition. There was an old hunters edition, um, like special edition that came out, but it did not have a statue. It was a art yeah. book. That would okay, be about normal normal price for like a a good collectible statue like if you're looking at sideshow Mm -hmm. uh some of the best detailed like you're gonna pay like 600 bucks yeah for sure but these are pvc still i think so yeah uh, it's definitely overpriced really good looking dc pvc statue for like 50 60 bucks at a comic shop yeah these (laughs) these are definitely overpriced for what they are they're cool i will say these have way more detail and better painting than the like DC Selects or DC Diamond or whatever the hell they're called. Yeah. Diamond Select. I'm scared. Yeah. I've never even looked at my Sekiro one because I'm scared that it's going to be terrible because it was a GameStop exclusive. Jesse, you so have yours out. So that one's not bad. Not bad. I have mine out, but my his swords did. My swords broke, which bums me oh, out because no. I, I keep them out for display. So the swords are broken, so that's fine. And I don't have the blades that are gone, but it's fine. But no, he's he's pretty nice looking. He's pretty cool. He's just very fragile. Yeah, uh, I just remembered it was GameStop exclusive, so I got scared because I know the rest of them are great. the The Dark Souls Two one definitely looks like a Barbie doll a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's an action figure. Yeah, yeah well, he's, he, he's cool. I like him. His swords are broken too. 
but he's that's the Faram armor. The Dark like Souls one. three one I actually did have up for a while, and that one yes. is dope. Yeah, the Soul of Cinder one is amazing. That's the best one probably. I'm looking at them all right now. Melania is pretty nice, but Soul of Cinder is just oh my god. <laughs> Let's, Ooh, that's a nice looking statue. Let's get into weeks so I can talk about what I did and I can talk about my fear that people think I'm a weeb now. Fuck yeah, dude. Uh, hold on, I have the fucking soundboard up. It has been... It's been... We've been in this garbage can for a fucking whole ass week, bro. Fuck uh, you, you have to keep it now. You yeah, we have to. to. Um, so I... I built a desk, and by I built, I mean Keith, my father, built a desk, and I stood by and helped him with whatever he needed. He told me, like, give me that Allen wrench, or, you know, do this, that, the other. Um, but Wait I bought... balls. <laughs> yeah. I bought... He definitely farted a lot and made my room smell for two straight days, like the inside of a colon. It was very bad. Um, but he was helping me build a desk, and I will gladly sniff his farts for that, you know? Um, but I bought oh, a yeah. Flexi Spot E7 desk. It's a standing, a convertible, you know, uh, sit stand desk. Um, and is it motorized? Yeah, legs yeah, are. I think it's the one uh, Nice Wig uses. I'll tell you, the legs are heavy as <laughs> heavy as fuck. I I should have bought a bigger desktop, but I'll tell you why I did not. I have a 55-inch desk in uh, the office that I use for work, and it's more than big enough. Like, I have all this extra room, so I was like, oh, hell yeah, I'll just get that same size, and I'll have all this extra space. You know, I'm going to mount the monitors so I won't have um, their stands that I had or whatever. Um, and I didn't think about the fact that I'm going, I was going to have to either mount my computer or move it, put it somewhere, you know? So I have it on top. So I'm I'm out of space basically. I did not think about that because I bought a kit from FlexiSpot, and I only bought it because it had a cable tray um, or a tray to put like your um, power supply, you know, your uh, surge protector and pl- all your plugs and do mm-hmm. all your cable management. So that tray or that kit that included the tray was forty dollars, and then they had this other one on the site that was. $30 was like mesh. And I was like, well, I'd rather have the plastic one that I can bolt there and I know I'll feel, you know, safer about it. Anyways, I bought that and it came with a uh, PC mount to hang your PC. I was like, cool, I'll do that. When I opened it, it was like two hooks, one of which I'm using now for a headphone hook. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was two hooks that you're supposed to then strap your computer to with like basic straps like uh the ones that have the clickies they're like cloth straps straps. yeah (laughs) and i was like there's no chance i don't drop my computer the first time i ever try to take it off one of those (laughs) like there's zero (laughs) percent chance and it's gonna be swinging around being weird you know so i did not do that so we put the pc on top i did not think about the positioning of the monitors afterwards and so at first i had them kind of in like almost a slight v to either side of my head but then i sat and played video games for one hour and my neck was fucked like immediately from having it slightly turned to the left for that long you know so i had to move mm-hmm. them and now i have it like slid over and so my i switched my monitors so the right one is my main monitor and the left is my secondary and that is taking me time because i'm not used to that my entire <laughs> life my extra monitor has been on my right and so it's been it's been a getting used to but 
Um, but how long, all the, was, how long have you had it? Uh, this weekend. Got it, did it on Saturday night. Um, so have you? Are you gonna jerk off standing up or sitting down? I will not. Ooh. I do not jerk off on my computer. That's a good way to get caught. Get caught by who? My wife. I've never the police. I've never been. I mean, she no can one help. No one has ever. Yeah, you've seen never. Me. You've never purposely. You can raise the desk up. To, oh, boy. <laughs> you got options, bro. The hell? I'm yeah. gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you right now. My <laughs> masturb- masturbation is for me and God, and that is it. Okay. No one has ever watched me, and no one ever will. It is me. My. I mean. People have seen me so jerk never off. once. People oh, have seen okay. me jerk off when I'm like finishing up fucking, <laughs> right? You know, like I'm uh, ejaculating on someone. I'm, I'm technically masturbating. I've never masturbated oh, yeah. to completion, and just had someone sit and watch me. That is not oh, okay. anything I'm interested in. <laughs> and... I didn't mean so much. Like, yeah, we won't get into. <laughs> no, I know yeah. you meant raise it up and have her suck my fucking balls underneath. <laughs> I already yeah. did that with Keith, dude. From and I'll back. tell you. I'll tell you, it was it was tough being down there that long, you know. <laughs> you keep lowering the desk down. <laughs> yeah. Um, he did an amazing job with cable management. That's why I asked him. He is. Oh yeah. Like I mean, he he went to technical school for like computer shit, and he learned how to build computers. So he's really good at cable management. My shit is invisible, dude, and it sucks because nice. I had to move it. And so he had given me slack, which is good. He's smart enough to know me and know that I'm going to fuck something up. So he left slack so I could stretch. You know, I pulled the monitor mount to the left and I had enough room for that. But um, my keyboard's a little tight now. But I might eventually swap out the desktop Getting for an extension. A... Yeah, good. No, and it's it's just that it's um, the, the keyboard cable's long enough. It's just that he has it tied up tight, you know? Mm-hmm. And I don't want to mess up his work. So eventually, I'll probably get a bigger desktop and then uh, we'll switch it out. Keith said, don't feel oh, bad. Yeah. If you if you want to do that, we'll just do this again. And that's why he's my adopted dad. Cause Fuck yeah, dude. What a, what a sweet boy. I yeah, always I, feel I bad asking him. I look at my chair. Well, my, my fucking chair sucks. And I'm like thinking like I need somebody who knows how to take things apart to look at this fucking chair because i'll tell sucks. you why those chairs fucking suck that's the the real answer oh, the secret lab ones no he has no, a no, gt a racer one. that's uh, why i had one and that thing fell apart on me way quicker than jesse's yeah i've Unless, had for like two years now yeah and my secret labs are holding up all right but my arms They're not that comfortable no they <laughs> never break in <laughs> i'm mm-hmm. i'm on the hunt for a new chair at some point that's almost what i, I, I bought not one like Three weeks ago. Oh, I shit. Was, come on. <laughs> What'd you get? I don't know. I'd have to look it up. It's it's more of like a like meshy type. That's one. that's it what I'm going to do. Better, which is nice. <laughs> that's what my plan is next is to do like a true ergonomic chair. Ain't and cheap, though. No, dude. The good ones are like <laughs> fucking $2,000. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, if you want a Herman Miller, like the best of the best (laughs) there was a company that um i was looking at called what were they called uh fuck hold on uh fern is the name of the chair it is i just did like uh i think i did like a two or three hundred dollar uh amazon version of that okay some 
other country shit well, weird so name, but had a ton of reviews. <laughs> I almost bought an Xbox branded chair, but it's because it's this brand's chair uh, that is normally more expensive, and it was on sale for like seven hundred bucks, which is expensive. But mm-hmm. it it was gray and it had a little Xbox logo, but it had the headrest that is normally an addition, and it was cheaper than the main version of the chair. It looks yeah, but you gotta think about how much time you put on the chair, mm-hmm. you know. Oh no! I mean, the Secret Labs was not cheap. It was fucking five hundred bucks. I know. I got that Batman and one. <laughs> my the funny thing is the old version of them. My first one actually broke in pretty well. Like it's much more comfortable than than I, the one I have. My newer one, which I use in my gaming room. Mm. The new one's way stiffer and has never broken in. My other one okay. did, and it's the older version. I'm like, damn, they really fucking. They really hate their audience. They're very nice, and they feel very sturdy. They're just fucking stiff. Yeah, but it's got, like, that leather seat and, like, I don't know, having one with, like, the breathing mesh on my back and shit's nice. Like, I don't know. And it's a good fart filter, you know? (laughs) Like, you fart through it, it it turns it into a different smell or whatever. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I was looking at at those. I'm I'm probably going to swap out. But... That's for another day. Other than that, uh, Last Epoch came out, played a bunch of that. It's been a fucking blast. Um, it has had a lot of server issues, but um, when you can get on, it's, I mean, it's great. It's its very much, I think. Is there offline, like, solo play with that? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. They have a fully offline mode. And the cool thing is, if you play offline, you can still do world chat. You just can't, like, interact with people. You can't trade or okay, do anything. but like cool. you can still chat and ask questions and whatever that's cool but i think that's only if you play the game and play offline because there is a full yeah. offline mode that's literally called full offline <laughs> like it's it's yeah you know, uh and that i, I don't think, think all games chat. would have an offline mode nowadays yeah. well especially well, arpgs development <laughs> well no for arpgs especially the old games used to have no on, you know, like used to be fully offline. You could either play offline or LAN, and that was the shit. But now, you know, gaming has evolved as as such that yeah. uh, people expect more, <laughs> more, give more, more. more. Give me more, more power, more power. Um, I was actually going Britney Spears with that one. <laughs> which one? Give me, give me more, give me more, give me, give hmm. me more. I have never heard that. What a fun thing to say. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> what else? I, I don't think I've done anything else. I feel like, I, oh, I did play the new Final Fantasy VII Rebirth Junon demo. Oh, fuck, you did? Uh, what was it like? I didn't even touch it. It is, I don't know. It was fine. Like, it does not feel open world. They're like, they are stretching the term open world as far as you possibly can, you know? Well, yeah. I, I listen to other podcasts, obviously, and I have heard from people that played it that it's open world sections with, like, linear parts after those big sections. So it yeah. does feel open world, they said. And then it comes to, like ahead when you're supposed to like go to like bat boss fight time type stuff yeah i did (laughs) i did do a 
thing you'll love, Jesse, which like when you get out into the open world, there's like a big ass bird you have to fight, and it like you get like a monster hunt um, yeah. thing. A girl cool. calls you a random fucking kawaii girl on a, like a I don't even know what it is because you know again I'm played the main you know the full game. Cloud just has like an iPad, <laughs> and she's like, "What's oh, up, dog? Yeah. It's me. I you've never talked to me before, but you're gonna kill stuff for me." And then she asks you to like do this hunt. So that was cool. Um, I still don't really love the combat. Like, I don't feel like I'm good at it or like I'm doing anything necessarily good, you know? I'm just smashing buttons, you know, trying to dodge. Yeah. Well, I will say that going back to the first game and clearing out the combat challenges, I was like, oh, I like the combat. It's fun. And then having to switch it to hard, I realized there's an entire other layer of combat that I wasn't even aware of. So... Yeah, you could do the whole just like, oh, just wear decent equipment, level your weapon, you'll be fine. And then I'm pretty sure like hard mode shit is going to be Yeah, weird. It's like fine tune your build for each individual fight. I just feel like I never feel good at the game or like empowered. Like I never feel like, damn, I'm doing some cool shit. I'm just like pressing buttons and things are happening, you know? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I just assign an ability and then Cloud does a triple backflip and stabs on someone. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. Yeah. It's it's weird. I've been playing a lot of God of War Ragnarok as well. I'm like 75% of the way through. Um, well, that's the opposite. That's like awesome combat. Yeah. It's, right. <laughs> right. it's very good. Like, I suck at that game, but I, f- I can feel that I suck. You know what I mean? Like, I feel mm-hmm. myself failing and not, like, the combat system letting me down. And I know a lot of people like Final, v- Final Fantasy VII remakes combat, so it's definitely a me issue. I had it all the way through seven. <laughs> I beat that game on normal, so, I you know, mm-hmm. I did what I needed to do, but I never felt like I learned how to play it. Um, And I will say... Uh, there is, I don't know if this was new to the, you know, the Junon section, but I was able to lower the sensitivity on the fucking, uh, camera. And now it's like fully playable for me. Like, cause that camera before I could do that, I felt like I was fucking spazzing out all the time. Like I would like tap the stick and it'd be like, like across the way. I'm like, Jesus (laughs) fucking Christ. Like I'm just trying to. You know, there were issues with the first game with the camera at the beginning, anyway, though. Yeah, I like go into the walls, Mm -hmm. at least on PC when it came out on that. Yeah, it's it's cool. I mean, I'm definitely, you know, I have it pre ordered. I thought I was getting a steel book, but that's the deluxe edition only from Best Buy. So I'm just getting who knows what because you know, they all pre order bonuses. So get the deluxe. No, they don't have it anymore. Oh yeah, it sold out. Bummer. That's all right. I realized I love a steel book, but I hate when they have a steel book separate from the regular case. So you have a case and then a steel book. I mean, why the fuck would you give me both? You know? Yeah, that kind of fucks me up because I'll just throw the case away, but I want to keep the insert, the art, and yeah. I don't have anywhere to put it. So then I so just have two just... cases. Yeah, it's kind of stupid. That's how yeah. the Sekiro was. Yeah, but uh, you know. I do think this is going to be where we truly see Final Fantasy VII Remake become more of a remake. Because that first game was like a tech demo, basically, to me. 
with well, it's a, pro- a prologue. Yeah, is a good way. Yeah, and it, I mean, it was a long game if you did all the side quests, but I bet if you didn't and you just went through the game, it was probably pretty pretty quick, probably twenty hours. Um, that's a guess on my part, so I could be completely wrong. But, I'll find out. Um, yeah, I will say Ragnarok is heating up. It's getting very good. Uh, Atreus How long and to beat Final Fantasy VII remake. <laughs> Thirty-three hours. I was gonna say thirty-five. Thirty-three hours. Thirty-two points at forty-seven. Now that's just the game, or is that with everything? Just main story. Main story plus extras. Forty-two hours. Completionist. Eighty-seven. Okay. Um. Yeah. I I'm excited for it. I didn't play too much. Played maybe an hour of the Junon demo. Um. And you know, it's a lot of like. The open world stuff seems unnecessary, to be honest. Like, if I'm going to be very honest about my feelings, my fifis, uh, I don't see the need for it to be open world. It, I don't think okay. it's serviced by it, because what are you going to find out there? You find a bunch of, like, crafting materials that you just yeah. make health potions with. <laughs> I mean, you know? yeah, like, you're going to, like, okay, so you get to a section of the game, you got a city that you're walking around... You have go over here for main objective, but now you have side quests. You talk to somebody, they're like, hey, can you go to this other town? And like, oh, I guess I'm going to go to the open world, run around, fight monsters, look for elite monsters, monster hunts, killing monsters to fighting monsters to get their abilities, to get their items. Let me say all this to say, I think 16 did it the right way. If it's if it's something like that, where it's pseudo open world, where like I can dick around, you know, in a big space but it's not like just fluff then we'll be all right because i thought 16 did a really good job where every area i went to i would clear the whole thing i would do all the side quests i could find you know as they came up um but i never felt any one region overstate its welcome um and i hope there's some dungeons and shit to find and do you know but we've already played the game and i know there's new shit but like it's gonna be bad. Whatever, whatever the new shit is, is gonna be ass. Yeah, dude, the Kingdom Hearts shit, and even those like those clones, the guys yeah. walking around with the hoods, like, Ooh, like I'm like, I don't really care about these dudes. I don't care about this shit. I get it. Those are all like Sephiroth. Spoilers: all... the Junon demo starts with like six of those guys. It's literally the very first thing you see. <laughs> so you know how they put Advent Children in theaters? Yes. Mm-hmm. I guess when they showed that before the movie would play, they did showed an interview of them talking about uh remake and like I guess uh, spoiler the like time, you know, groundhog day type situation of it all. Mm-hmm. And I guess they also talked about how like Advent Children is, you know, how it's connected and like how all these other elements of the Final Fantasy world, like Dirge of Cerberus, all that shit's like connected yeah. to this new story, which I heard yeah. was good. When you beat Intermission, it unlocks Vice as a playable boss, and that's a fucking Dirge of Cerberus gacked dude. Um, so I'm just like, woof, like who knows? And what I'm hoping is, is that we had Remake, and then we had, a, uh, I almost said Yuffie, uh, Oh, that is her name, Yuffie. Yuffie <laughs> um, we have remake. I was gonna say that have, have I been DLC. saying her name wrong for my whole life. <laughs> no, yeah. So we have remake and the Yuffie DLC. They have to do rebirth is Vincent DLC, and we get a good Dirge of Cerberus. 
Like cool. they have to give us a Vincent DLC, man. I don't know. I hated Advent Children though. I thought it was very cool, like watching all the shit. I thought the story was fucking dog shit. Like Yeah, Advent Children looks amazing and has a lot of really awesome fan service with the fight scenes, but paying attention to it and watching it for like Final Fantasy shit, it's fucking stupid. Yeah. I, well, I guess the really like Sephiroth story. in that movie like had these three like things that you fight in the end of remake that were in the movie oh i've watched from the movie and that story and are in the game as part of that Mm. Mm. i I thought he just became a big fucking ghost (laughs) and like oh the three different little ghosty guys they said in the game are from advent children's story Hmm. oh Oh God! Could yeah. it be those three, the three clones of him? The Remember gun. there was like yeah. three, yeah, yeah, uh, that's what it is. The three dudes. Yeah, mm-hmm. they were cool. Yeah. I don't know. Fuck yeah, dude! I hate all of that shit. I don't know if that internet that interview's online or not, but they showed it before the movie, and they were talking about how they like broke down a lot of that shit. I guess so. Damn, I think it's probably like, out there. <laughs> I'm one of those purist nerds, you know, that like, I like just leave it alone. Like the story was good. What are you doing? I see I'm with you, but I'm also extremely excited for this freaking time paradox shit. That little dog changing breeds, it's just I'm so excited to see I don't even know what you're talking like, about. I mean that's how you that's how like I was able like that's what tipped me off is so in the game there's a little dog that is used as propaganda material for whatever. It's Shinra. a little dog. Yeah, a little Shinra dog, and he's like a little beagle. And then something happens at the end after you kill the Kingdom Hearts thing, and they go, well, now we don't know what the future holds. Anything is possible now. And the final shot of the game is a bunch of wind blowing up a bunch of trash, and you see one of the propaganda posters, and it's the dog, but he's a different breed of dog. Hmm. He's He's like a hound instead of a beagle. And it's like, holy shit, anything can happen now. Like, but it's, was it a, the beagle in the case? I now I remember it. Now I'm remembering that dog in ads, like as you're running through shit. Um, does he it's change? It's the same dog the whole game. Oh, and at the end, okay, right okay. after they say anything could happen, we yeah, just see yeah. like, yeah, and I'm so like, so did oh they my God, change time fighting Sephiroth? Are they in a new dimension? Yeah, I think it's like time paradox, new dimension shit, because obviously. Spoilers, no spoilers. They showed it in the cutscene. Zach's in the game. Yeah, that guy. I he does talk about that in the interview. They said like how it's like replaying. They're like kind of stuck in this like paradox of replaying this point and trying to get it right or something weird or I don't know. Yeah, I I'm still like I said. I haven't played that game to completion, so (laughs) I hope they don't save Aerith. Even though, like, you know, everybody was heartbroken when she died. But then it made you realize Tifa was the realist, dude. She's been the fucking ride or die forever. Yeah, just don't kill Tifa, please. Yeah. I don't think they would because her game, her gameplay is so good. And also, don't do multiple versions. I don't need different timelines. Like, oh, we killed Tifa, but don't worry. There's this timeline version yeah. of Tifa. So yeah. Cowboy hat Tifa. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Do, do the thing. Kill Cloud and replace him with Zack. Like do that, but even yeah. then, don't kill Cloud. You know what would be really crazy if instead no, of no, killing no, no. Cloud, make him bad. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, I was going to say, don't kill Cloud. Make it so that Cloud has been seeing himself as Cloud, and he's like the Tyler Durden, where he doesn't exist, and Zack is who uh, he's always been. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. Maybe. Where, like, I like he, that. he looks in a mirror, and then, like, the mirror cracks, and you see half Zack, half yeah. fucking Cloud, and you're like, what the frick, dude? And then, but then Aerith would know him immediately. Cause, I mean, if it's yeah. another timeline, and it's like, just minor changes here or there type of thing. I would like to see one of like the main characters join Severoth instead. Yeah, that's that's Ooh, what I want is that'd like be have, so good. Have a that's like what I thought in the beginning. Like as soon as I saw that thing in the game, I was like, oh, in the next game, bad guys are gonna be good, good guys are gonna be bad. But what I want is what I said before is I want them to don't kill Aerith. Let Shinra kidnap her and do what they wanted to do with her. Use oh, her blood yeah. to 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 finalize and realize the full potential of the ancients shit and have her be standing behind Sephiroth as super awesome goth mommy, evil freaking Yorka yeah. queen. Have her be the like the final boss and we fight some crazy Well, I will say Aerith, once she had a voice, was annoying as fuck. I'm not going to lie. She was, like, <laughs> annoying. Like, she was the too happy person. I'm like, oh, my God, shut up. Do you not look around and see where you fucking live, dude? It's just, like, poverty <laughs> and horrible shit and corporate greed. Like, I don't know. Yeah, she's, what she's if, beyond it. What if they don't kill Aerith, but because of that big change, Tifa dies? <laughs> We already yeah, we just said that. We already don't want that. Here's my yeah, thought. What if they don't kill Aerith, but with the big change, Tifa is the one with big titties and Aerith has I mean I mean Aerith is the one with big titties and Tifa has little tits, you know? <laughs> no, the internet's already fucking crying about that. The, it's, it's apparently right. supposedly because Tifa's tits are absolutely gigantic in the game right now. Yeah. And people are saying that from the j original Japanese footage, her tits are huge. And then they saw it again later, like in the Western one, and they like toned them down. So a bunch of internet <laughs> nerds were pissed off that the tits aren't big enough. I always think it's funny when, like, I mean, listen, <laughs> big giant game titties are funny sometimes, but like to actually care about them. Is... with the mechanics, the bounce <laughs> yeah. mechanics. Yeah. But like to actually care, right? Like to like be, right, right. be really attached to giant fake, like, vi like literal digital titties is strange to me. Like, yeah, I saw one person was like, it's not funny in the slightest. It's false advertising. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me, dog? Fuck out of here, dude. Get the fuck all the way out of here, dude. What are you talking about? I'm not going to lie. They are like a little ridiculously big. Like yeah. they're a bit, a bit much. Um, But it's fine. Her tits were always huge. Yeah, they were big much, in the art for the first game. Much like dicks, like if a titty's too big, honestly, it's not good. <laughs> yeah. You know. I don't know. Like yeah, there you know, there's a, there's a character in Unicorn Overlord, like your little homegirl from the village, and her tits are too they're too big. It's it's ridiculous. She's wearing a fucking turtleneck. Man, they're just your tits out. are too big. <laughs> too big. Unacceptable. Yeah. But yeah. Um Man. Uh, yeah, I played a little bit of the demo. It was fun enough. I still suck at the game. I'm going to struggle my whole way through that game for sure. But I got to beat it before fucking June 21st, baby. G -G. 
D Well, and Dragon's Dogma. I know. I'll I'm absolutely I will absolutely drop Final Fantasy like a fucking pile of bricks the second uh Dragon's Dogma 2 comes out. Like without oh, question, really? I will forget Final Fantasy exists. I'm pretty sure what'll happen to me is I will be far enough in the game where I'll be like obsessively level grinding something. So I'll be able to just drop it. Cause uh cause Dragon's Dogma Day will be immediate, like playing that until I can't play anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh other than that, I've been watching <laughs> Mashal still, and there was a very funny joke in it today where uh one of the guys is like one of the bad guys is now good. It's very much makes fun of Naruto theme. How far are you in, uh, Nate? I'm like, uh, I think I, I, he just about close to the end of the first season. Okay. So it's the first episode of season two is right after like the main climax. It's basically the next day, you know, so it's, it's whatever, but the bad guy with the, the crazy demon eye or whatever with the mask, uh oh the one takes away takes yeah. away your magic yeah yeah yeah. uh <laughs> he's like partying with them because you know he naruto's him into being good and uh <laughs> he's like i guess never really talks to girls and the other bad guy that's there is embarrassed by him and is like he calls women females that's the extent of his <laughs> knowledge of women and i was like god damn got him <laughs> it really got me because you know Fuck yeah we all know the females on the internet you know what i'm saying but yeah it's great mm -hmm. really enjoy that show it's a lot of fun it's still really funny to me um yeah it's really good and i am up to date on um solo leveling and the last episode was such a fucking bullshit filler episode it made me very angry I, it's a new thing i've seen lately in anime and this may be an old school thing i just don't watch them week to week usually so i must skip them when i see these like 0.5 episodes it's literally just a retelling of everything that's already happened but like oh like no up. no difference just an abridged version of it same scenes and i'm like no nothing new nothing like added in any way and i was like what the fuck this is episode seven of the show how are you already <laughs> having a filler episode of the first season you know what i mean i don't know but it's still good it's just that episode was a waste of time. And that's it. That's all I did. Fuck yeah, uh, dude. Yeah. Uh, all right, I'll go next. Let's fucking see. I did a bunch. And I'll do like the demo reviews and shit in here. <clears throat> so, oh, one thing I didn't mention is when I saw Madam Web, uh, I did do it in Screen X, which I had done Screen X before, and it was just a large screen. But apparently what it really means is, is the screen extends beyond the screen and it goes up the, like, up the walls of the theater. Um, that seems I guess I'll dumb. See, I'll see if it works. I did, I did illegally take some video. I'll see if I can send it in the group chat. I did illegally take some video of the film while I was in the movie uh, to show it. So check the nerds chat in a second. Uh, and the person I was with, she was like, you know how some people get fucking motion sickness easy because they're fucking weak? 
Um, but like, <laughs> no, they're like, oh God, if this is the case, I can't. I'm like, oh, come on. Um, but it was, it's, uh, that was actually kind of me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, um, uh, no, cause it's like, piece of shit. it was, it was like, I'm not gonna lie. It was a little jarring. Cause the way they do it first is they show you this screen and it's just like, it looks like you're flying through a tunnel and the movie screen expands to like the sides of the theater. So that you sounds think really like it's, dumb, to be honest. Well, it so does you, not look great. Yeah, so you think like, oh, it's to expand the immersion, but what they end up doing most of the time for the scenes is, is they're just taking an arbitrary shot of similar background and just pasting that. Like they're not shooting the I'm film like stretching on stretching it across the walls. Yeah, <laughs> it's really yeah, dumb. that's really it's, dumb. What you sent that you did yeah. not legally pirate. <laughs> it is really, really dumb. It's really stupid. I do not recommend Screen X. No, it's like uh, if you were in a house with three TVs around you, and the middle of it is the main TV, and then they just stretched, like, stretched the image. Yeah. Not, yeah, it's the fidelity so, terrible. Ugh, I don't know. And that one I'm showing is a, one of the few shots where, like, you know, the car drives and you see it onto the wall now. Mm -hmm. Most of the time, it was just random. So if they were in a forest, the sides was just random forest. If they why, were in a, in a, why do they do this? This is why movies as an industry it's are It's to, to trick people into spending an extra five bucks on a ticket to make them feel like they're more immersed in some kind of shit. Yeah. It was just stupid. So, uh, bullshit. Dumb. Uh, I did not play Junon, so I did. Okay, so I did receive my PlayStation 3D Pulse Elite headset. Not going to lie. I only tried them for like five minutes. I immediately just didn't like them. Um, they were, this doesn't really take too much, doesn't have, hold too much weight with me, but they were, they were kind of ugly. Like sitting on my head, they looked kind of ugly. Um, and like I do wear these things on stream every day where my face is. And it just made this really ugly profile, and I didn't really like it. Uh, I didn't like the extra little arms that stuck out, the little blades that came out of the side, because that's just shit for my hair to get caught in, and I didn't really like it. Uh, I didn't like the noise canceling, because I do talk while I game. And it created this weird echo chamber in the headphones, where the headphones were trying to, like, keep it quiet, but, like... I, I couldn't tell if I was yelling or not. So I was like, that, that, that's not very cool. The audio difference was, sure, they were brand new headphones. Of course, it's going to be crisper and clearer, but I don't know. These these $100 Sony Pulse headphones, these are pretty good too. I've been wearing these, and I never catch myself crying over sound quality. I'm like, these are fine. So I did return them. Now. This is the part that sucks. I just realized yesterday I I forgot to put the dongle in there. So I don't know if they're going to if they're going to if they're going to receive my headphones cuz you have to ship them back. Free ship, you know, for free. So I ship them back, but I don't know if they're going to be like you didn't ship the dongle, fuck you. Or if they're going to say, "Hey, don't worry about it, here's your refund." So I'm not sure, but I have the dongle here in my hand in case they want me to ship it to them. I can ship it back to them as well because I want that money back because it was $160. Where did uh, uh, you buy it from? PlayStation Direct. I try to buy oh. my, my PlayStation accessory things directly from them if I can. 
just because I like to. Uh, I'd say so if I, it was Amazon, you know, you're you're good. Oh yeah, Amazon, dude, Amazon's Use, great. Mail them back an empty box. Yeah, <laughs> Amazon is great. I re- I buy and return a lot of shit uh, with you, Amazon. You might be in trouble with uh, PlayStation Direct. Yeah, I'm thinking they're gonna they're gonna like take a while to message me back and be like, you didn't send us the dongle, and I'm gonna have to mail it to them. But I don't want to. I was thinking of just reprinting that mailing thing and just mailing this separately, but it might get lost, and then they might be like, hey, where's the dongle? And I'll be like, I sent it, and they're like, we don't know where it is. So I'm just going to wait. Um, so those headphones, I didn't really like them. Uh, I did also buy them because it said that it had a self-monitoring system in it, which it does have, where you can hear yourself when you speak, because I just wish I could have that. I, I would actually... Yeah, you do need some self-monitoring. Uh, I would, I would love to have that because if I could hear how loud my voice was in comparison to the game, I can't check that unless I put the stream on my phone and put headphones in and then I'm listening to myself with a delay. It's kind of weird, but if I could be more comfortable in my volume, I would be a lot more animated and have more fun on stream. The entire time I'm streaming at all times, I'm worried that I'm too close to the mic or I'm too quiet or I'm too loud. I can't tell. So when I'm streaming, like even right now, I have no idea my level. I don't find out until the next day or the or after the podcast when I listen to the episode. And usually like it's too little too late by then. Like I'm like, damn, I'm too loud. Damn, I'm too quiet. So I can't really tell. Uh, so I did return those. But I did order the PlayStation Pulse Explore, which don't have the greatest kind of reviews. That is the PlayStation earbuds. Uh, I'm gonna try those out. I had the pulses what like. or whatever the you know the the ones you have, and I hated them. But it, but I got I don't know. I guess my ears must stick out. My ears were touching the drivers, and that drives me insane. And the headband was like pressing the top of my head really hard. Yeah, you must like have a bigger it. head than I do, because yeah, the the headband doesn't bother me at all. My ears do touch the drivers a little bit, and it doesn't bother me until I hit, like, hour three. Mm-hmm. On hour three, it starts to hurt, but in, I'm usually good for two, three hours. That's why I had those, um, and I still have them. We could give those away, actually. I have some, um, the, what are they called? The Steel Series Arctis 7Ps. They're the PlayStation 5 Oh, God, headphones. you do still have those? Yeah. Or, were, those the ones, were those the ones I borrowed for a while? And gave yeah. Back? Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I still have those, um, and um, they, you know, they they also touched my ears and drove me insane. I couldn't do it, and it's funny because I had Arctuses way back, the f- like one of the first sets of the Arctuses, and I loved them, and they just died. Uh, they were wireless ones, and the wireless dongle, like they wouldn't re- talk to each other anymore. So yeah. that's when I started looking for other headphones, and then eventually I went back to them, thinking, hell yeah, I'll just whatever, you know. Uh, get get them get a new pair and it'll be you know they'll be better more reliable they were not Word. your head got bigger my um, head is so huge so yeah so we'll see how the explore set goes because i would like to like not wear a headphone on stream uh but we'll see and if i don't like those i'll return those too but i'm a little worried about this dongle situation and whether they're gonna honor my return without this item i know that goddamn fucking facility has 10,000 of these things laying around. But, I don't know. They might be finicky about it. Who knows? Um, 
I did play a lot more Helldivers. Helldivers are still awesome. They have upped the servers from 320 to 360 to 400, and now they're up to 700,000. So now there's should be no issues for the most part getting on. I know Jimmy's still having some problems getting in there. Um, but I luckily have been able to get in a, whole, a, a fuck ton. I still get some weird crashes every now and then. Especially when starting, usually when you're in a mission, you're good. I have had, in my span of playing the game in two weeks, I think I have had two, let's call it four, probably three, mid-game just crash, game goes off. Or crash, go back to your ship. But it, the, most of the crashes come when first meeting up with new people, like right away, like immediately, like it'll just not work. Uh, having friends helps, so if you're able to get into games with randoms, Send them friend requests, because if you have people on your friend request, man, if they can get this shit working the way that it's supposed to, it's pretty awesome. Because jumping from your ship to someone else's ship, or jumping into someone's game while they're playing, or them in your game, it's so seamless and so easy to just join the fight at any time. If they can get this shit working as intended, it's like super seamless and super awesome. Why are the guys always talking about democracy? Uh, cause that's like what the whole joke is. It's like we're spreading democracy across the galaxy. Like it's, you know, it's fucking, that's like the joke. Mm. Um, I'm kind of annoyed. It's a little too slapsticky, but then again, it shouldn't, it's, it's Starship Troopers. It's not supposed to be serious. Uh, yeah. but it's, it's a lot of fun. I'm still having a fucking blast playing it. I've been playing a lot with Bone. Uh, Kalos jumped in there. It's just great. I don't know. I don't know what to say. It's just a lot of fun. Um, having a problem, I did purchase some premium currency and it did disappear. So that is like a glitch that's happening right now. Don't spend any money on the currency unless you're going to immediately use it. If you're going to immediately use it to spend five bucks, buy the armor shit, you're fine. But don't do what I did. I spent 20 and my currency disappeared. Um, so that blows its money, but I shouldn't have made a microtransaction purchase while the company is having server issues. Uh, great game. I've been playing tons of Final Fantasy 15 Comrades. There's not really much to say. It's just a grind fest. You just, you just grind. Like I'm grindy McGrinderson a lot. <laughs> um, I did. But you play love that shit, right? Like that's yeah. Part of your I'm just favorite. fighting the same shit. I just like to yeah. I'm just grinding bosses and shit. It's great. Uh, I did play something called Rogue Lords. It's a dark fantasy roguelike. Uh, which is like a turn-based, it's like a turn-based RPG roguelike uh, with really cool fantasy art. It's pretty neat. I got it. I it was on PlayStation Plus extras. Played that. It's pretty good. Uh, new DLC dropped for Thunder Ray, which Thunder Ray is very cool. It's basically Super Punch Out, and they just dropped a five-dollar expansion called Thunder Ray Forgotten Duels because they did have an expansion for the game called Thunder Ray Origins. So most of the Thunder Ray matches in the initial game are you're fighting like space monsters and aliens and magic people and shit. And then these three new fights are just humans. So they look like they're straight out of Super Punch-Out. But I did buy it. And it didn't download. And it would not download. And like two days went by. And I was like, why the fuck won't this download? I deleted the game, whatever, whatever. I'm looking online. No one's saying anything. So I reached out to uh, 
whoever makes this game, which it doesn't tell me here, uh, I reached out to the company and told them my issue. Purple Tree, that's their name. And they were like, holy shit, we're going to take a look at it. And they're like, yeah, some people are having this problem. We'll fix it. And then they fixed it within a few hours of me emailing them. So I came home and I redownloaded it today. So I'll be playing that. It's a cheap game and it's basically Super Punch-Out. If you like Punch-Out and Super Punch-Out, there is nothing else out there as good as this. No one ever made these games other than Nintendo. No one's made Punch-Out games. It sucks because I love Punch-Out games. So it's really fun to have this. Um... And then lastly, I did also download The Outer Worlds, but I don't know if I'm going to play that. Um, I don't know if I have the time to start a new actual video game. Because I'm also still playing Grand Blue Fantasy Versus Rising. They dropped 2B as a DLC character. She looks awesome. She looks very fan service, super cheeky. She plays really cool. Uh, jumped back you know what Tekken I 8. didn't realize about um, Grand Blue Fantasy is... Wait. You said versus. That's the fighting game, right? But relink yes. I, is is called relink. That's the RPG mm -hmm. one. Okay. Yeah. I didn't realize that was like a Monster Hunter game. It's not. That's what I heard. It has like, I, and this is what I was reading online when I because I was like, what is this game? Is it worth getting? You know, I, I kind of like the art, but what I saw of you playing didn't look like you know it looked like just really flashy overcomplicated visuals that you weren't doing much you know you're just like you know what it yeah. reminded me of have you ever played east yeah i played east before those games are fine but they're like it's like video game light right like and people talk about it like there's all this strategy and i'm like I, I didn't feel it it was just attack you had one button attack one button dodge and a jump you know like and then there was like probably specials you could queue but it wasn't like this thoughtful video game, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, the combat is a little better in Grand Blue Fantasy versus Relink, it, but it's still not very deep. It is kind of like... It's not... It makes you think you're going to play a character action game, but it's not. You have to, like... You have to see the parameters in which the game kind of plays itself, and you just kind of... Like you like the stupid thing that I always say is like, you learn the way the game wants to be played. Don't play the game how you want to play it. It's like it's not like so if you play the game and you're like, man, why is this so whack? It's not like Devil May Cry. It's not supposed to be. It's a lot less like even Final Fantasy is kind of like that. Like you're not really like frame perfect dodging and like even though there is frame perfect dodging and stuff, it's not really a character action game. It's an action RPG, but I don't know. It is kind of like combat light. Um, I don't know. I didn't really like Relink. I, I was going to buy it, but then it came out at the wrong time. Mm -hmm. If it came out a few months ago when there weren't a million things coming out, like if it came out, if it came out alongside God of War, I would have bought it. But it's coming out alongside Final Fantasy and Dragon's Dog. Yeah, like, you I have mean, no chance. You've got no chance. There's no chance. Like, like and, and it's and then you've got Elden Ring DLC, which that yeah. DLC even only being Limgrave, and I say only, Limgrave took. James and I 16 hours to get out of on our first playthrough yeah. when we streamed, which we will be doing again. Um, yeah, and they also yeah, said yeah. it's not going to be big, wide-open spaces. It's going to be, like, condensed-ass fucking shit to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. And also, also well, I mean, you see a castle out. in there, and you see underground stuff. and Yeah, it's going to yeah, be a lot. It's going to be cool. You um, see Mikkel's little uh, ass. 
Rise of the Ronin's gonna come out. I know a lot of people aren't stoked about that, but the more I see about it, the more I'm like, dude, this is perfect. Like, I I can't wait to play that shit. I bet it'll be good. I I don't love Neo, but those games are well loved. I just suck at them. But I loved Wolong. I had a really good time with that game. Yeah, I liked Wolong, and I played a good amount of it. But it the mission structure, I basically got to a super hard mission that I can't beat, and I refuse to do anything else until I beat that giant boss. So I'm stuck. But the fact that Rise of the Ronin is an open world game that I can just, I can just climb into bed and be like, I don't feel like doing story shit, but I'm gonna run around and clear camps or find treasure chests or clear map like that kind of checkbox shit i'll do all day ubisoft assassin's creed games those games are not very good i absolutely love them uh because i like all that clear the fucking map shit um and then i played some demos should i do the demos now or should i let these guys do their weeks i've been going on a little bit because i don't know if we have any real topics well we got elden ring that's about it yeah, and then some and questions. Stuff, yeah. Well, let me let these guys talk. I've been going on for a bit. And I'll yeah. do Contra and Unicorn demos a little bit later. Uh, okay. Uh, you want to go, Nate? Or... It's up to you, buddy. Okay, I'll go. Uh, okay. I went to run fast, baby. Oh, nice. I got drunk as shit. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> That's fine. I went to Renfest Saturday with uh, with Gabe, Gabe and his lady, and Crystal, and uh, we had a nice time. Uh, I saw this band; they were uh, they were great. It was like tribal, like you know, Renaissance kind of like dun dun dun. Like, they had like the drums. They're this Italian, this Italian band that came. They were on uh, America's Got Talent. They came to to Renfest. They like, I guess they they're like a touring band. They're called Rota Temporis. I love and, tempura, uh, bro. Who the fuck asked you if you <laughs> like tempura? <laughs> they uh, they came out all with masks, like you know, like fucking ma- like skull mask with horns, like you know, like. We're we're waiting. We're sitting there waiting, and we're like, "Shit, these guys, these guys are a little late. Like, maybe let's go to the next thing." And then uh, you, you start hearing the drums, and we turn back. They're they're all in robes with the the mask, and they you know they're walking to the the stage. It was a really good show. I was also a little drunk, so that's maybe <laughs> I got drunk as fuck out there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and. Uh, I went to Orlando. Uh, Ijas de la Muerte had a show. They uh, oh, no. they had a show uh, Eddie's Pub in Orlando. It was a great show. And uh, here's a little little uh, tidbit of information, a little celebratory fact. Ijas de la Muerte, they're playing South by Southwest. Oh yeah, shit, yeah, dude! That's awesome. That's yeah, awesome. so I'm going with them. I'm yeah, go, uh... bring Welcome to Tate's, dude. <laughs> to debut it at South by Southwest. Dude. Take, take some DVDs <sighs> with me. <laughs> leave some. Uh, <laughs> uh, just, Please leave some hire me. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't ask the owner of the comic book shop how he thinks about our show. Right, we have no references. No, no references. Re- There's no real life references, you son of a bitch. 
Dude, that's <laughs> awesome. I've always wanted to go to South by Southwest. Yeah, so uh, you know they're they're gonna go. I'm sure they're gonna they're gonna kill it. They're gonna rock it out, and uh, and that's yeah, that's pretty much my week. Damn, you gotta check what movies are playing when you're there too. Go watch some like first run, you know, of new movies because not a whole thing. They like do de- de- debuts and shit there. Yeah, yeah they like a do film uh, for sure. Part. Yeah. Film festival, it's like also like a tech conference. Like they have giant, they just have everything. They're like, hey, whatever the fuck you want, come on down. We we got something that you're going to like, you know. Go. That's how Texas rolls. Fuck <laughs> yeah. You ever been to Texas? Uh, no, no, I don't think. I'm maybe like passing through like with a layover or something, but I don't think I've yeah, I, been I, there and like stayed. I'll be going there for work at some point this year. Um. So I'll definitely be excited to check that out. But, you know, Texas seems like Florida, just a little drier, which is nice. Less Hispanic. Well, I guess <laughs> you know, they have. No, I think it's more. Me- yeah, they have Mexico there. So I guess, yeah. Well, it's uh, Mexicans. Yeah, no, it's, At least here we have Caribbeans. We got a little bit of everything here. Yeah. We got the Multi-pot. hijas de la muertes. De la muertes. Uh, like a more Mexican uh, name for a band than Caribbean name. I um, I saw my brother-in-law's mom and her sister, and they are white ladies from Georgia. And they were like, "When we're down here, we always got to get Polo Tropical." <laughs> and I was like, "I didn't think, like, I thought people would say that shit as like a joke. They really thought it was Polo Tropical." I mean, were they from out of town, you said? Yeah, they're from Georgia. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't know, man. Because even people know to just yeah. say Poyo. Everyone knows it's Poyo. Yeah, but people get weird about phonetically pronouncing things correctly. Like, you know, like, I don't know. It's a weird slippery slope because then you get Obama where he's talking about something and we went to Pakistan. Like, you know, they need to no, that that's, shit. My favorite is like newscasters where they're like, and then the man... <laughs> You know, the man was running from the bank and Julio Esparza. And you're like, what the fuck, yeah. dude? Shut the fuck up. Just just say that. Just keep your regular ass accent. Uh, yeah. It's like we were talking about the business going down in El Salvador and we decided to. <laughs> it's like, dog, just pick one. You can do you can speak in like English dialect. Like, it's if fine. you're going to say something like hijas de la muertes, you have to kind of say it, you know, like that's it. But like a lot of times people say like. They change their whole manner of speaking. It's not just saying like Puerto Tropical, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, yeah, just it's say Puyo. It's fine. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it works the other way around too, though. Like if you're watching like Spanish TV. Oh, yeah. They'll be like, uh, you'll get una Bud Light. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, one of my favorite things in anime is because I watch all uh, subs is when they speak English. It fucking kills me. Yeah, or that, even if that's you, like if you uh, go to, down to Sawgrass, if you go down oh, to yeah. Sawgrass, it'll be like, Usted está pasando para Red Snapper. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. they do. When you, So if you've never been to the Sawgrass Mills Mall, it's a mile-long fucking mall that's all uh, outlet stores. It's when, the any, world's largest outlet mall. Yeah. Anytime you walk into an entrance, it tells you, you are now entering the Blue Dolphin entrance. Then it's like, Blue Dolphin. It's yeah. Very funny. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, that's funny. That is yeah. funny. We had one as a kid, which was with actually former guest Brian, my buddy Brian, is he would he said when he would watch the baseball games in on the Spanish channel because sometimes the game's only on a certain channel, it'd be like Charlie Huff, <laughs> John Stockman. And it's like yeah, pronunciations. Learn English, goddammit. <laughs> Learn American. <laughs> You're in America. <laughs> So anyways, I went and saw Hijas de la Muertes. <laughs> <laughs> Way to bring it all full yeah. circle. I need to catch a show next time they're around here. I'm now going to shows, you know. I'm back in my show phase. I'm going to start wearing fucking um, New Balances or what were the ones that kids would always wear? Sacconis. Oh, God. Sacconis. 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 However the fuck you say that. Remember, they'd all wear the 502s or whatever they were. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You didn't go to hardcore shows, but there was like a uniform mm-hmm. hardcore dudes would have. And it... uh, Sometimes. It depends on the band. Ugh, I might go to a show in like a week or two on the 5th because Darkest Hour is playing again. Mm-hmm. At, but they're playing at Gramps, and I just don't like that area or like the idea of that venue. So I'm like, do I want to go? I love Gramps. I've yeah. never been to Gramps. It's just that area of Miami I just I don't like. Yeah, um, Linwood is is hit or miss. Mm-hmm. But Gramps is so cool. They'll have like nerd night and then they'll have like science lectures. Very eclectic place. They're not paying us royalties, so nerd night's out unless they want to get fucking sued into the dirt. Okay. Yeah. You heard it, Grandpa. You heard Uncle it, Grandpa. I might go because well, Darkest Hour is pretty good, and they have a new record coming out, and it, I haven't heard it yet, but it heard a song, and it sounds it sounds pretty fucking good. God damn. I was happy to see a show last weekend. I haven't done it in so long, and it was nice to just hear live music. I literally forgot how cool it is. So. Yeah, live music's fun. Every time I get to a show again, I remember like, oh, I forgot. I used to do this all the time for a reason. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. We're talking very inside baseball, very uh, localized South Florida. But uh, Jimmy, did you you got any shows uh, coming uh, up? Yeah, James got some more shows than any of us. Yeah, I'm going to uh, see Electric Cowboy in May now. Nice. I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, I've uh, okay. been wanting to see them since I've just like learned of them. <laughs> so. And they've been hard to get tickets to because they sell out pretty quick and they mostly do festivals when they're in the U.S. But they have like, I think, six or something, six, seven shows that aren't festivals. And one was in Chicago. So I head up there and try to see them. I will tell you what I'll never do is go to a festival. Never have and I never will. I don't want to. Oh, I used to love those. I mean, I've been to Warp Tour before. That's about the extent it's a festival. of yeah. It's about the extent of it. That and maybe Zeta Fest or Buzz Bake Sale back in the day. Yeah, those like, are festivals. Doc. I'm talking about those ones where it's like four days, thirteen, oh, no, thirty-two no, no. different bands. One, like I'll do a yeah, I do one yeah, one day. No, they'll do thirty-two bands in one day because they'll have three stages going all fucking yeah, day dude. long for for nine hours. I'll do a one day festival, but I've never done those long ones, those like multi day things. I'm not camping out in a field with a bunch of fucking drug addicts. Unless I go to the motherfucking gathering, bro. Then I'm I'm whoop whoop, bro. (laughs) 
I'm on that whoop whoop. <laughs> Brother Aaron, glad you could make it. <laughs> Much motherfucking wicked clown love, bro. That's all I gotta say to you, bro. Oh my god. Hey man, I'm pretty sure we could probably get some good support if you if you if you get the juggalos on your side. They're they're a good base, but I'm I'm good. They have bad taste. Yeah, they're <laughs> and they're also crazy. Most of them. Yeah, they're mostly. <laughs> I won't even say. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, Jimmy, how was your week? Um, let's see. Not too bad. Uh, I will start with. I did finally see X, the movie X. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, it was really good. I like the stylized like filming of it, like how it is meant to look like a seventies filming of a movie, or I guess seventies. Yeah. Um. I enjoyed that. I thought uh, there's some really good, like, just, like, pieces in it. Like, the one I mentioned to you guys, like, where the old ladies, like, stabs that dude in the neck by the truck lights and everything, like, turns red because mm-hmm. of the blood getting on the headlights and shit. It was just such a good little set piece of a... Uh, How good was uh, Mia Goth in that situation. movie, though? Oh, she's terrific. I mean, everybody was actually pretty good at doing their stuff and then just i didn't realize it until i saw it in the credits or i can't remember if i paused it and it had like that like live thing where it tells you who people play but um where she actually played the old lady too Mm -hmm. i had no idea that was so cool (laughs) Yeah. yeah pearl was great too i mean i personally like pearl more but i loved x i just thought pearl was like the the performance that mia goth put in in that movie I got the fucking biggest crush on her. Oh, yeah. She was terrific. Just because she's so goddamn good. I th- I'm a star! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to try to catch Pearl some- sometime soon, hopefully. Um, But, yeah. I know you guys had all talked really good things about it. And, and Maxine's coming. I try to watch coming. more movies. Yeah. I haven't, yeah, I haven't seen true. those yet. I've been saving them until they're done. Uh-huh. Well, then this year should be... Cool. I think later this year that should be it. Yeah, so when that last one's coming out, I'll probably watch the other two. Same with like Dune. I have to watch the Dune part one this week at some point so I can watch the second one this weekend. Mm. Or Friday, right? Comes out Friday? Yeah. I should just buy my ticket now. Right Thursday afternoon. Now they do that early. Oh yeah. Shit. But yeah. <laughs> I got tickets for Friday yeah. night. Oh yeah, I, just to I knock know one I out. Read. Oh yeah. Just real quick, just to knock one out, someone did write in review of Dune 2, question mark? Well, yeah, like next week, because it's not out yet. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Boom. for sure. It's just right. Um, getting that in ahead of schedule. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> Please buy my product. Premature. They're probably the same person that was late on getting yeah. into the drawing. I, right? I want to I want enter the drawing. <laughs> did I miss a Final Fantasy drawing? I'm going to be a star. <laughs> Also, maybe don't use the anonymous link. Who the fuck are you? Like, you know what I mean? Like, maybe tell us who you are. Like, I just put, I just put the anonymous shit there because, like, sometimes people want to be fucking assholes, and I'm like, I want to give them the opportunity to be assholes. And also, I know that some people are more comfortable just writing in without their names. But yeah, no. And also, you don't have to use the anonymous if you want to just write in, just write in. But anyways, yeah. You want to move in? You can move in. <laughs> Yeah, I like the movie a lot. I like the kills in it. I uh, 
I like the story of it. I mean, having the like porn element to it was pretty funny. Honestly, it was it was very well done. <laughs> and then Jenna Ortega, like <laughs> being the uh, shy girl that ends up wanting to participate. I funny. hated her so bad in that movie. <laughs> it's it was the first time I ever saw Jenna Ortega too. And I was just like, know, you piece that. of shit. <laughs> the poor cameraman's like, what the fuck? What do you mean? She didn't even want to go. That's Honestly, the I, I thought he was going to be the killer. I was like, oh, shit. So yeah. this is how it's going to all go down. Hell yeah. And <laughs> Nope, it's an elderly well, woman. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, it's both. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when, she's, cool. when she's trying to fuck the one dude, that was... Ugh. Like when she's no, it's Mia Goth. She's laying in bed with her, right? Yeah. Hot. Hot. Yeah. I mean, yeah. There's yeah. (laughs) God, that was good. Gilf, gilf, gilf. Oh, you're talking about the old lady, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ugh. That's yeah. (laughs) And they're all like kissing and shit on the bed when her old man gets in there, and she's like under the bed listening to him. They're like thick ass old saliva and shit. Ew. Yeah, yeah. Oh god, gross. Well, I'm not hard anymore. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm let's see. Uh, let's see. So I also watched. I think I'm three or four episodes into the new Avatar: The Last Airbender live action series on Netflix. Uh, I'm really enjoying it so far. I did watch the animated series or anime, whatever you want to call it. I think it's American for animated series. I don't know. Whatever. It's, I, I enjoy that. It's definitely got more of like a kid orientation to it. Like with the, the animated series. Um, it's a lot more fun and like little, not always lighthearted. Like it gets more serious towards the end and later seasons, but, um, it has like a lighter feel to it. And this live action actually doesn't really do that as much. It's a lot more serious, I feel like. And um, they definitely do some stuff different that I've noticed so far. Um, I'm not a stickler for that kind of shit. Like, it's I understand it's Avatar The Last Airbender, but, like, it's a live action, you know, like, I feel like if they're going to give it to us again, like it, it, I think it's fine that they, you know, alter some things. Um, so I've heard good things. Is it fresh for people? <laughs> yeah. I mean, gr- like special effects wise, it's pretty good for like how many elemental things are going on with like the fire, wind, earth and water stuff. Um, Captain planet shows up once. It was pretty <laughs> cool. Uh, no heart. No but, heart. Uh, Go planet. <laughs> yeah, there is some like that second episode. There's a really badass scene where you first like get Ang like um where he's able to use the Avatar state and like use abilities or like I don't know if it's like summon or whatever past Avatar's abilities and stuff or just summon them to fight or whatever. But it is really cool. Um, but yeah, okay. I'm enjoying it. My wife's actually enjoying it, which I'm hoping it's another, you know, trying to get her to watch anime. She, she watches some on the side once in a while. 
um, like Blue Eyed Samurai. I know she kept watching that and liked it, but mm-hmm. I'm hoping these shows like this. She, I, I, you know, she liked um, what was the other one? Uh, One Piece. So I'm like, you know, these are animes. <laughs> so like you could. She's like, I don't like the screaming. They're always screaming. <laughs> I was like, yeah. you would <laughs> like, like yeah, it. That's gonna be a tough one. <laughs> you would like it if you understood. People getting yeah, stronger. Like, That's just passion. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they'd be screaming a lot. But yeah, I'll, I'm gonna definitely finish that. We um, again, it's it's been really good so far. Um, I know there's probably diehards out there that are like really angry about shit about it, but I think all the acting's really done well. Like they are nailing a lot of the personalities of all the characters from the animated series. Um, yeah. It's good. Check it out. Fuck it. Yeah, I've seen a lot of people uh, saying, like, people that, you know, loved the original, really enjoying it. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think there's going to be, like, uh, like the sticklers of, like, keep it original 100%, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, I'm pretty open to, like, if I'm going to have to watch it again, I'm okay with it being different for, like, giving me a new experience as well. Yeah, and um, usually and they have the first... to, like, in adaptations, oh, yeah. they have to abridge them, like, because there's so much shit when you're, you know, doing yeah, whole series. It's some abridged, and then, like, some stuff, they're just straight up, like, changing. Mm. But, yeah. I mean, I haven't noticed anything too, like, altering to, like, like the overall story, so, I don't know. Um... Oh, so I finally got around to... So Spotify has these, like... uh, It's like these episodic story, short stories. Um, I listened to a Wolverine one years yeah. ago. I heard the Wolverine one. It was fucking awesome. Yeah. The voice work was really great mm-hmm. on it. The story was really great. They're very fun. Well, it's they like had the a Batman. or some shit. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It was really good. I, I I love that one. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, but I, there was a Batman one that came out a while ago, and I started getting ads for, like, their second season of it, I guess, or their next, like, storyline after the first storyline uh, called Batman Unburied. And I, since they finally had it done and we're starting on the next one, which seems to be a Riddler-themed one, um, I wanted to give this one a full listen um, and so I uh, checked out Batman Unburied, and um, it was a cool story. Um, there's a lot of twists to it. I, I, you know, they get voice actors to play all the roles. Um, it definitely starts out kind of throwing you for a curveball with, you know, uh, I mean, this has been out a few years, I think now, but it's I got a nice like curveball to where you're having like this whole interaction with Bruce having this job and like Thomas shows up and Martha he's talking to them and it's just like what the hell is going on and you know you eventually get further in the story and understand what it was what was happening um there's a lot of characters in it there's a lot of there's uh, there's several rogues, several references to them. They're all involved in the story in many ways. Um, really good references to just how Gotham is and how Batman is and 
just some cool character traits to them that are a little different and a nice like change of pace but not like overly changing who the characters are um the riddler guy was really great he was he was very good even just voice acting as riddler he was he was very good um I will say the the one thing that kind of was a real struggle for me was when Batman was, uh, I guess, in his suit and doing his Batman voice. Uh, I don't know if you guys have ever watched the college humor Batman stuff. Oh, yeah. Where he's like yeah. always panting. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. What's so, his name? Something with a D? Um, uh, Pete, Pete Holmes. Pete Holmes. That's who it is. <laughs> he's funny, man. Yeah. Oh, they're great. I love yeah. them. This voice actor decided to do a mix of that and like oh. the nothing from Never Ending Story. Hmm. And it is, it sounds real bad. Like <laughs> oh, it's, shit. it's, re- it's, it's really, really bad and was kind of tough. Um, <laughs> it's gotta be hard. Batman. <laughs> it does have to be hard finding your Batman voice, right? Cause like, but you don't make him out of breath always. Oh yeah, like I mean, he's always hard. out you of just, breath. You just talk gruff. I'm just yeah, hiding my voice. This guy did suit. like he did the out of breath thing that the college humor guy does. Like he was like, <laughs> oh, and he had like his tongue hanging out, sounding and shit. And I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> like this is when you're supposed to sound the best, mm-hmm. and you don't. This is. Very, I like was laughing while working when I first heard it. I was like, "Oh no, this is not what you're going with, dude." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, but that aside, the story was really good. The twists with it were really good, and uh, there's a lot of cool uh, detective work. Getting like you where you think it's this rogue, and it leads to this rogue, but then it's not that rogue, and it's this rogue, and the trail's, like, done really well, and I, I found it very, it was, like, it was very enjoyable. Um, I look forward to them doing, finishing up the next one. I'll probably listen when it's done, since it's, like, a Riddler-themed one, like, the picture for it's all, the thumbnail's, like, a Riddler and stuff, so. Um, and he was such a good part of the, the first one. Um, yeah, I give it like a solid, solid eight for me. Keep in mind, I'm like a Batman fan, so I may be like a little, <laughs> well, a little biased. Know, biased. Yeah. <laughs> well, you also watched a Batman movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it ain't worth talking about. <laughs> yeah, you weren't that biased. <laughs> full, say full review and breakdown of Batman Forever. <laughs> oh boy. Six hour breakdown. Uh, I remember I got at in this late. point. It is still my f- least favorite one. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I got in late because there was a Pantheon thing again, a stream. And the first thing I heard when I walked in was him going, Robin. <laughs> like, just like, I don't know why, but it was just so like flat. He was like, Robin, yeah. no. <laughs> it's it sucks because Val Kilmer looks good, man, but it sucks. Yeah. It's, it's unfortunate that like, I assume it's the director and the direction they chose to go with. Um, like, first off, the biggest thing is like the neon use is yeah. just mind blowing how much neon is used in this. Everything has neon lights in it. And mm-hmm. I joked about that at the beginning. And like halfway through, I know Murph was just like, you were not lying. 
there's literally <laughs> neons in everything in this. I was like, a hundred percent. Everything has to have a neon in it. And I, I think that I don't John know Mayer's why. Called neon. Well, I think it was yeah. a specific part of the '90s. You remember, like a lot of movies were doing that for a minute. I don't know what the fuck, but like there was like oh, a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. Also, I, I just don't really understand why they chose to do this, like, m- trying to merge, like, the Tim Burton Batman movies, and this is more or less a continuation, but, like, merging in the 66 Batman mm-hmm. yeah. feel <laughs> into the Dark Knight feel doesn't, it just doesn't work. Like, you can't add that camp unless you fully lean into it, which I think Batman Robin does a better job of just leaning into it. Yeah, the fucking forever. Like, he's just emo the whole movie and like Mm -hmm. battling, like, oh, should I be Batman? And oh, I have these nightmares. And she loves me, but she loves me not. And she loves Batman, but she she doesn't (laughs) love Batman. And I have this boy now. (laughs) It's just, there's all this like, Sad boy shit, which I get. Bruce is sad boy, but yeah, Bruce is over like, there with his trying to... something in the way, <laughs> <laughs> which is fine if you're like doing that. No, but yeah, then yeah. they're like doing camp with like holy rusted metal Batman and then Jim Carrey and Tommy Lee Jones just like over the top, yeah, like, madness. Jim Carrey's head melting at the end. Both of them, oh. Yeah, just both of them basically Bummer. trying to be Joker the whole time. Yeah. The, yeah. Like I didn't even really notice how bad Tommy Lee Jones's Two Face was till like I saw it pointed out in a video, and his his Two Face is the absolute worst. It's just Joker. <laughs> it's the fucking yeah. worst character ever. Yeah, the, every I Batman mean, movie after the for first one of the one. for a great right. actor too, because Tommy Lee Jones yeah, is an amazing actor, dude. I mean, Jim Carrey really, honestly, yeah. is a really great actor when he wants to be. <laughs> It's... I mean, he does play Jim Carrey a lot, but it's you know, yeah, yeah. I, I can know. let it slide. I can let it slide good. for his Riddler. Yeah. yeah, the leotard was rough. I'm not gonna front. Oh, the music yeah. though, I liked the soundtrack. Oh, That's we got "Kiss from a Rose." We got "Love Me, Kill Me, Thrill, Thrill." Wait, me, was kill it? Me, kiss oh, no, 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 no. I'm talking the movie, like oh the, the score, like, yeah, the score shit, yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, Kiss from a Rose was from Batman Returns, so wasn't it? No, that's Batman Forever. No, oh forever. God, yeah. that's crazy. Because that soundtrack... he's in love, out of love. She loves me. She doesn't yeah. love me. She loves Batman. That soundtrack is <laughs> actually pretty good. It's got some good, Baby! Sh- good cuts on it. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good song. It's a great song. It is a great song. The stranger feels, yeah. yeah. (laughs) That song was so good. Uh, What was the model that Heidi Klum did? That that song was so good. It got got Seal Heidi Klum. She was like singing for me your famous song that I've heard. (laughs) (laughs) Make the singing for me. It gets me haunty. <laughs> fucking yeah. seals ugly ass. Do you yeah, like Batman yeah, and he... Robin better? Yeah, I do. Than Batman Forever, I do. Yeah, because wow. I think they lean into the camp, and it gives me '66 vibes. Like, I don't think George Clooney tries to be over serious at any point. He's just charisma guy and cheeky the whole. I time. personally and... would say Clooney's a better 
Bruce Wayne for me than Val Kilmer for sure, and a better Batman. I also hate. He's the just Bat like suit. more established Batman. Like he's yeah. been Batman a long time. He's less traumatized. He's just kind of like, hey, you know, <laughs> I got a yeah. credit card. <laughs> <laughs> I use my black card. <laughs> he just says the N word over Never and over again. Without it. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Now I'm gonna have Kiss for Rose. We'll see. Ugh. I'm watching that in Discord on Thursday night, so it'll be. <laughs> I'll be here for that one for show. Yeah. You were saying something, Jesse, or? No. No? Now that your rose is in bloom. (laughs) Hell yeah. Nicole Kidman Uh, looked really good in that movie, but acted like shit. And she's still like the third best looking one of the ones we've Batgirl. Chick Vicky Vale, <laughs> Vicky Vale snuck up on me. I forgot how hot she was. Yeah, Vicky Vale was fine Ooh, as fuck. Jeez. I mean, yeah. even '66 Bat Bat Girl is hotter than. Oh, all Nicole of them. It's, yeah, yeah dude. Were, the Catwoman. Oh gosh, they're yeah. all super fine. Yeah. All the Catwomen. All the yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah, dude. I'm probably gonna have to throw the '66 movie in there. I can't not do yeah uh, shark spray and like <laughs> sometimes it's just hard to get rid of a bomb and everybody getting blasted into dust and you know it's just classic i love it <laughs> i've watched that one quite a bit too <laughs> i watched the old 66 shit as a like when i was a kid reruns on you know on the basic channels so i yeah. did too that batmobile's dope love too it. Yeah, yeah, I got to ride around in it. Hell yeah. I uh this company um are these guys that got were the only people to ever get the um licensing rights to from Warner Brothers to like build one of the Batmobiles and do out like stuff outside of Warner Brothers owned. And they've just like upkept it and so I went there and <laughs> They were working on several cars and they brought me through their body shop and stuff and showed me, you know, how they like do it from the ground up. I think they had like four cars in the process and and then they took me out uh riding around in the Batmobile. It was super awesome. Fuck him. <laughs> yeah, it was really cool. It was a nice experience. It wasn't the eighty nine Batmobile, but you know, we can't we can't win them all. It's <laughs> I, I like the 66. I don't think more than 89 is the best one, but it's, you know, 66 is pretty yeah. dope. It's probably second yeah, place it's... for me. Oh, I like no. Muscle Car no. from The <laughs> Batman, but it's. Oh, just... you're yeah, talking cars. Yeah, okay. yeah. Oh, I thought yeah. you were talking movies. No. I was like, whoa, man. <laughs> yeah, like, wait a minute. I like that shit, and that's like way off. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's you might be overstepping it. <laughs> No, I've never seen that, actually. The cool thing with that car is it just has, like, I don't know, it just has all the gadgets, like, in your face with it, with all Mm -hmm. the switches, all the, like, it's got the big red phone in there and shit. Like, it's, it's so great. It's, it's classic. I love it. Um, yeah. Uh, last thing I watched, I did go to the theaters and check out the Demon Slayer, The Road to the Hashira Training. The next arc is the Hashira training arc. Uh, so this is basically what they did last time where they do the last two episodes of the previous arc and the first episode of the next one. 
Um, they did a much better job with this one. They did not do intros and outros in between each episode. They blended the the two. The only time they did kind of one was at the beginning of the new episode. They didn't do like an intro song, but they did kind of a. I don't know. They kind of did like a credit crawl thing, but had like stuff going on behind it a little bit. Um, but didn't have like the full out intro music and stuff that I remember. I could be wrong. Um, but they did a good job. Like even the first two episodes, which were the last two of the previous arc, they just were molded together as one solid thing. Um, there was just the one intro to the whole thing, which was a nice like lead up from, you know, going through, I think they went from Mugen train up showing flashes of like stuff that happened through self up to date and, you know, played through this, did a little more detailed, like breakdown of the episodes leading up to, you know, what they were showing in the theater. Um, and it was really awesome. I'm, I, I'm glad they listened to everybody that like went and saw it last time and, you know, kind of voiced our opinions on how like you couldn't put just a little effort into maybe yeah. like getting rid of the intros and outros at least. <laughs> so they did a little more production with this one, which was very nice. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm, there's not a whole lot to like spoil about the first episode. It is just kind of like, uh, more or less setting up what the arc is going to be. I believe it's a shorter one too. So I, I don't, I could be wrong. For some reason, I'm thinking like seven episodes, but I may be just, I don't know where I'm getting that from. So I could be wrong. Um, but I'm very excited for it. I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be a nice, entertaining thing, you know, because after this, after the Hashira arc, it's, it's the Infinity Castle, which is the last thing. Like, we're done. Um, and that's going to be, you know, over the top and dramatic and whatever. Is... And I'm no everybody's gonna be dying and whatever so it'd be nice to have this light like them going through training with hashiras and like getting through that is you know, he becoming a hashira is that the thing um so the way it's they broke it down is basically um they're putting all the demon slayer core through training with each hash current hashira they're going to uh, make them okay. all, they need to get everybody up to par. And another reason they're doing that is because they're just, the fights are so demanding that, you know, they're not going to be able to deal with all the demons around them while they're dealing with also upper rank people. So when it comes down to being like time to like do the shit, they're going to need everybody way stronger than they are currently so it's everybody training um but there's also other reasons like they discuss they do like a big hashira meeting at the beginning um not at the very beginning but uh through the episode there's like a hashira meeting that you're kind of sitting in on and it's them discussing how they're going to go about unlocking their marks um they get history from I can't remember the the main guy's name. Us Usan, maybe I could be wrong. His wife is like talking to them and telling them the history of like those demon Wait, slayer marks was, that unlocked. What was his name? 
Who's, 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 it might not be that. Sorry. I mean, he's dying from a disease. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, he's, he's dying from a disease. I mean, the mouth still works. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So they're just going into like, damn, bless you. That was a fun joke. Uh, yeah, it was. Art? Yeah, it was. Uh, you know, you give very, it every uh, Well, indeed. Uh, yeah, but the episode does have some cool shit. Like, it does start with a really cool fight uh, to Hashira dealing with like, I don't know, fifty demons or something, which is super dope. Um, but yeah. I loved it. Looking forward to the new season when it comes out. Hopefully it's in April. Hell yeah. Just like the last time. We're in a good time for anime too. There's so much good shit going on. Like so yeah, many man. good series and seasons coming out and I don't know. My Hero's going to be huge this year. I think it's this year. Well, the next season's going to be yeah, fucking wild. It's dropping. Hell mm-hmm. yeah. That last season was non-fucking stop. It was insane. Yeah, it was it was terrific. <laughs> Mashal's been my shit though. Yeah, Mashal. I need to start watching some more. It's, solo leveling. Yeah, solo leveling's been great too. But I don't know why Mashal's just hitting on a in a way that nothing else does because it's so lighthearted. It's so stupid. It's really getting me, and it's making me laugh out loud a lot. Which, you know, watching subs, it's harder to laugh, but they do it. His bowl cut. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Do you want to do some demos, Jesse? Yeah. So I played two demos. I did Contra, Operation, Galuga. And so, like, good and bad. Good. So, Contra is a cool game. You know what it is. If you don't, Zoomer. Um, and <laughs> we have been wanting a good Contra game since the last good one. Last good Contra game is a game called. Contra Hardcore or Hard Corpse, however you're whatever person you are. And that was an Atlas produced Contra game on the PS3, Xbox 360, where it was very anime and it looked very Guilty Gear. And it's absolutely awesome. I beat that game like fucking 15 times, probably. Game's really great, great soundtrack, plays great, awesome. Contra Hardcore is awesome. I wonder if it's on Steam. If it is, I'll buy it and never play it because I don't play on my computer, but I'll buy it just to buy it. I'm going to check. Um, That's great, right? And then we ended up getting a couple other pretty shitty Contra games. Uh, We got Contra Rogue Squadron or some shit. I don't know. The last one that came out like two years ago, we thought was going to be some kind of like cool Contra game, and it was a really, really bad top-down uh like a top-down shooter on uh, PS4, Xbox One, uh, and it was bad. It was very bad. Uh, also, like really, a yeah, what was that called? Smash TV style? Kind of like uh, more isometric. Okay. Maybe not completely, but um, I'm in Steam and I don't know how to search for a game. Um, top right. Top. Oh, right. you got to go to store and then top right. Uh, oh, I see. Um, so, yeah, so we haven't really had that many Contra 
games. Wow, this seems yeah. Rogue Core is on Steam. Don't buy that. Not even for a dollar. Mm-hmm. And that's the only other one. That's really really disappointing. Uh, there's the anniversary collection, which is all the originals. Those are really cool packages. Those are a lot of fun. And then Operation Galuga is coming out. Uh, whatever. Then we had Contra on the PS2 was really great. Contra Shattered Soldier, absolutely amazing game. Then you had Neo Contra on the PS2, which was another top-down. It was fine, not really, but it was fine. It seems like every couple of games, they, they want to change it up. So they they make these top-down isometric versions, and they're not very good. Uh, I wonder Contra... if it's like studios having access to the rights, you know, like different studios kind of able to make Contra games. Because it seems like if they're going to alternate, like that's probably... One studio makes the top downs, another one does the other ones. You know, well, it's always it's always Konami because it's like their their big game, one of their you know that's one of their games. But I think it's them trying to like like oh, let's try something new and like no, just remake Final Fantasy VII. Damn it! Well, I watched you play this um, new one and it definitely looked like Contra. Yes. So and don't get it twisted. If you do have handhelds, Contra Four is on the Game Boy or whatever it's called. Um, and that game's great. It's made by. Way Forward, Way Forward is just an amazing company that makes really great uh, retro games, retro style games. Shantae, those games are really great. They're like Mega Man style games, platformers. Uh, Contra Four is absolutely wonderful, but this new one is back to side scroller, and it's pretty cool. Lance and Bill look great, and they are the plays exact like a Contra game. original designs in 3D. Like they look yeah. like the original art. It's yeah, it's Schwarzenegger and Stallone. It's uh, Terminator and Rambo, mm-hmm. or Commando. It's Commando and Commando Rambo. Commando and Rambo, yeah. And they look great, and the game plays pretty cool. You can either play with old school rules, which is one hit death, or you can have a life bar, which is three hit death. It's there's not much to say. They give you the first stage, so go download the demo if you're interested, and you can play the first level, and it's fine. It's cool, it's Contra, it's fine. The only thing that stuck out to me for criticism is the audio sucks. Like, the gun sounds aren't aren't cool. They're kind of forgettable. And the fucking music is forgettable. It's not that the music's bad. It's just that it's retro style, and the original soundtrack is, like, is, is, is really good. And you have to have really direct sound for that shit kind of like loud and jumps at you it's a little too muffled it's a little too round i can't really vibe to the music while i'm playing i don't know there's something about it i thought sucked i thought it was really cool seeing the big giant xenomorph thing the throwback from the first game as the first boss so it looks like a spiritual success success sexy successor um boot cool if you will but it's probably just a remake it's yeah, fine. it did seem more like a remake than anything. Yeah. It felt very much like that first stage in Contra. Um, yeah, it was yeah, it was the first stage. It was dope. But I mean it didn't some stuff didn't feel right. The doors didn't feel right. The sound wasn't there. In the original games, the sound really jumps out to you. When you hit the little red bubbles on the doors, it makes a special sound. The music should stand out to you. And it doesn't. The, maybe I'll try it again. I won't because I deleted it, but I don't know. It seems fine. Will I buy it? I will buy it when it's like on sale or some shit. I won't buy it day one. 
if it's 20 bucks, I'll buy day one just to buy it. But if it's like 40 or 30, nah. No. Then I played something that I've been actually very excited about, but I've just been waiting, which is the new Vanillaware game. And Vanillaware is the company that makes Grim Grimoire, Odin Sphere, and, Dr- and Dragon's Crown. So they have a very unique... That's what I was detail. seeing was fucking... I was like, where do I know this art from? It yeah, was fucking yeah. Dragon's Crown. Yeah, that's why the chick's tits were so huge. <laughs> yeah. fucking, that's what they do is they make freaking inappropriate shit. Yeah. Um, so Vanillaware is a company that makes like cool RPG-styled games. Like Grim Grimoire is a really cool kind of side view strategy game that I've always wanted to play, but it's only available on the PS2, I believe, that, or maybe Game Boy or, some, or GameCube or some shit, but it's lost to that generation. You can't play it anywhere. But then there's Odin Sphere, which was a very cool game, but it was really convoluted, and they eventually reported Odin Sphere with Odin Sphere Liefdreisir on the PS4 and <laughs> Xbox One generation. We just talked about it. You did it. The Puerto Piquel. <laughs> I'm being respectful to the Norse. No, no, I'm just kidding. Language. Like, in, in honesty, some some stuff you ha- you can't really like. If you're really gonna say pollo tropical, you have to say pollo tropical. It's the way or just you say, say it. Or just say pollo. Or pollo tropical. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yes, Odin's Fear, Leaf that I see here is a very cool game. <laughs> they kind of they kind of honed in all the comp the confusion and the bullshit. Dragon's Crown is basically beat 'em up. Fan, it's RPG fantasy beat 'em up, but the thing with Odin Sphere, no, with Vanillaware, this company is. I feel I can never finish their games. Their games get overly complicated and kind of convoluted, and I kind of fall off. They're some of the coolest looking games with great controls, but something. I absolutely off. hated Dragon's Crown. <laughs> I liked Dragon's Crown. It's just that it's it's a game that you're supposed to grind. Yeah, You're supposed it just, to grind. I wanted like just, a golden axe with a little bit more yes. to it, maybe. Like, just give me a little bit, like, give me gear to find or something. Like, you know, give me upgrades that I can see, like, a new armor or whatever. When I upgrade that, and my guy has blue armor now. This was like slow golden axe. With... Yeah, it was, it was weird because you couldn't really pick your stage. You would go into a roulette, and the roulette would randomly pick a stage, I think. I got Something a steel book for that one. <laughs> yeah, I got the. Um, That's why I bought it. The, I got like a like a, a special art book for it with a whole bunch of anime titties in it. Uh, yeah, that's it. That game's really cool. Dragon's Crown is awesome, but it's also really kind of shit. It's not fun because all I want is give me level one through level nine and let me play from the beginning to the end and be done. And it does this weird thing where it does like a random roulette for stages, and you gotta beat the same bosses a million times. Don't do that. Just let me play the game. Uh, I get yeah, it. Like, let me do that if I want to fight the boss a million times, right? Like you want. Sometimes you want to do that, yeah. right? But I don't want to be forced to. Or just make the stages so hard that I have to replay some of them. Don't make me go into a roulette and hope I get a stage I want to play. Uh, but so they drop this new game soon to drop the demo for Unicorn Overlord, and. First impressions are, wow, this is incredible looking. This is, this is boring. It is amazing to look at. The voice acting is fucking top tier. It's amazing. Oh, they also made 
I don't know if I want to say this. I think they made 13 Sentinels. And 13 Sentinels is a narrative-based game that came out maybe two years ago. Uh, 13 Sentinels Aegis Rim. And it is by Vanillaware. And that game was like looked at as one of the best narrative games on the market, period. So great. I'm just not into narrative games. I don't care. I need gameplay. So, and I think that does have a weird gameplay thing to it somewhere, but not really, but kind of. Uh, kind of how Catherine, when Catherine came out, that was a really awesome narrative Atlas anime mm -hmm. game, but the gameplay was a weird puzzle climbing box climber. Uh, but that game was great. Anyways, oh, Unicorn Overlord is really awesome. Hero shit, whatever. You're a young boy and your mother's the queen and she sends you out with her guard while she defends the kingdom and she dies and the bad guy takes over and then you go 10 years in the future now you're like a young man in the you know in the resistance and you're fighting shit whatever and it really does look absolutely like man the, the sprite work is I've, i don't know if i've ever seen anything that looks as cool as this and it's great and it's like a strategy RPG game where you have like you build units and you go into a battlefield. But the problem with the fucking game is there's no gameplay. So what there's you no do is, is you there's no game. You so there there is. It's but the game is RNG. What you do is basically is you have your unit and you each you have each character unit, each character levels, each character has gear so you can like upgrade your gear, get new weapons, get new whatever. But when you, you walk your unit up to an enemy unit, it auto-battles. So, sure, it's amazing to look at. But think 10 hours into this. You're not pressing shit. You're basically spending all your, your time... Walking your guy to another guy and then watching what happens. Yeah, so what you're essentially what you're doing is, is you're managing your loadouts and your gear shit and you're just weighing, like, how good can you weigh your dice for the RNG battle? Yeah, is, it, because... is there any rock, paper, scissor to it? Like, are you putting up units against each other? I didn't really... Once so I saw that it was of... just watching battles, I was like, I'm out. So kind of, they do... The cool thing is, is they, I did see them start to tell me basic strategy tips and shit. So like, hey, these next guys have spears, meaning when they strike you the attack goes through you so maybe stagger your teammates because if you have both of them standing one behind the other that spear guy is going to hit both of you with one strike so stagger Got your it. teammates uh and that kind of shit and a lot of it also is so you're equipping your team with better gear and then you're setting the the action which basically is you're setting the gambit from Final Fantasy 12, if you play okay, that properly. Okay, yeah, like the, what they do. Yeah, so if it. I have my healer will heal whenever somebody's damage goes below 60%. Uh, this guy, block any incoming attack from whatever. So you, you have to strategically set up your gambit. The thing is, it makes the game text-based, basically. So in the end, someone could just hand you a piece of paper and say, do this and you'll win the game. Mm. It's not actually like, you're not actually fucking playing anything. You are. That's what it seems like, it. is like you, you're like setting up a board and it's almost TFT, but TFT is faster, you know, like an auto battler. Where, but like, 
I don't need 40 hours of story if that's the game. Just let me set up a board, watch the shit fight, and then be done within 10 yeah. or 15 minutes, you know? And, and then after a fight, I see my characters walk up, and they see this guy, and they start fighting. And I'm like, here, now, like, let me hit square Yeah. pretend that I'm doing something. <laughs> like, let me pretend I'm doing something at least. Uh, and, like, I noticed, like, there was a battle where my little squad goes against another enemy squad, and one of my teammates does something, and then the enemy hits the other one. And I was like, man... You know, I I would have I would have just gone for that first guy cuz I would have killed him <laughs> with that first attack and he would have never hit my second person at all. So it's like fuck your RNG shit. Like let me decide. All of the characters have actions. Why not give me the option to do this in a turn-based if it, yeah. if it was what I thought I saw. Like I was really excited about this game when I saw it months and months ago and I was like that looks so cool. I'm not looking at shit because that looks like motherfucking shining force shining force exactly one of the greatest rpgs ever and one of the only well the first like quote-unquote strategy rpgs that had full like city traversal like you you walked the world because a lot of strategy games or strategy rpgs like final fantasy tactics it's It's just watch a story then you're in a battle and in the battle you pick your you know you do the actual gameplay but there's no like overworld, overland map, or anything like that. Fire or uh, Shining Force was like one of the first games that merged those two things, like a pure Final Fantasy style RPG with strategy combat, where you're in a grid, you have a movement speed of boxes and shit, you know, and whatever. And it had the coolest system ever. If you've never played Final or uh, Shining Force Two specifically, is the best one. Uh, they had a class upgrade system that was so fucking cool. Where after you leveled a certain amount, your class would change and you could pick between two classes for each character. It was very cool. And it was like a little thing that made replayability happen, right? Like, oh, yeah. well, I want to go through and this time be have Peter the Rat be a fucking uh, brigand instead of a thief or whatever his second class was, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's just the only problem. I mean, I do recommend if you like RPG stuff and you like cool retro things. And it might be and- a chill game for like a... Uh, game you play at night when you just like want to relax. You're not trying to like. I don't know because when I think about, I was thinking that, but when I think about it, it's like the core gameplay is basically strategy homework. Mm. Like the the true game is is mulling over your 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 teams and thinking, all right, who do I place where? What gear do I give them? Dude, what I'll tell you. Here? I was Choose on Reddit. I was on Reddit and people were like hyping it up like, dude, what a year for RPGs. We're getting Dragon's Dogma 2. We're getting fucking, you know, Final Fantasy 7 Remake. We're getting Elden Ring DLC. Fucking Unicorn Overlord. I'm like, what is Unicorn <laughs> Overlord? I look it up. I'm like, okay, I like the art style, you know. Aiden Chronicles, 100 Heroes is coming, like all these games. And then I saw it last time. I'm like, how fucking dare you put this game up <laughs> against Well, like- I mean, so what I'll give it is that it's different. It's not just another turn-based RPG. Sure, like, yeah. That's the cool thing is it's something – it's a different – I've never, like, played a game like this. But at this so point, a turn-based that. game is, like, a novelty. Yeah, no one makes them. I yeah. still need to play Sea of Stars. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I still would recommend it if you like video games and you like seeing new things. It's a demo. It's free. It's pretty yeah, long. Yeah, try and the also, demo it for is, sure. It's definitely super impressive presentation-wise. 
Cause the the characters are really dope. Like his mom is like the queen of the kingdom, her little double she... shield hand wraps or whatever. Yeah, those are. yeah, her double bucklers and then her sword. Um, but her character was dope as fuck. Like she was super badass, not afraid of shit, and like really cool. Like you know, queen defending her shit. And the story is told very digestibly and like. Hey, bad guy took over. Now here's the map that everyone, the bad it, guy took over everything. It was weird when she first came on screen and you just kept going, yes, queen. <laughs> yes. Uh, but no, yeah, she was, she was pretty awesome. And uh, she was cool. And I love the idea yeah. of like a warrior queen who's like going to die for her people, you know? It's yeah. Without them making, without them having to say like, look how courageous and brave she is like she was just like no this is my kingdom yeah coming into my shit take and, my like, kid the bad guys try, the, the bad guy's trying to like talk shit and she's like no no, no i'm gonna fuck, fucking cut your head off right now like and she yeah. tells her main dude take my son out of here i'm gonna kill these guys and i liked when she said like you'll cool. find my head is harder to part or whatever she says yeah like... yeah I, I i i i won't part so easily my head won't part so easily from my shoulders as you'd think or something yeah like it was that. something like that like basically i like, bitch yeah you gonna have a hard time fighting me yeah she was dope dude and it was it's really cool i'm super sad that they won't just let me press the x button a few times <laughs> yeah just let me pick attack well, like, defend, or yes. use item like when you run up on someone or someone runs up on you you should get to counter a move either set up a move or have a counter like if they run up on you you can say all right i want to defend or uh, i want to try to parry or whatever you know like something give you just an option it's that simple but the, yeah then the thing is is and while the while the match is playing you can choose to see more information or stop it whatever and when you stop it you realize this is just auto battling a turn-based rpg just let me do it turn by turn if I want and let me auto battle if I want. If they let me do turn by turn, it's the same thing. Yeah. And I would immediately buy the collector's edition of this game. Of course. And and, and play some of it. I probably wouldn't beat it. These games are really long. But the fact that the only thing you can do is watch and I realize this whole gaming experience is going to be racking my brain over loadouts and then just watching it. And then being and like, damn, like, my loadout sucked. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh, hold R2 to fast forward. And later they're like, or you can just press options and skip the battle. And yeah. Just get the well, like, it's like, oh, you know who's going to win. Even you know that this is boring. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking stupid. Like, oh, what a bummer. Yeah. But great presentation. There's obviously an audience for it. There's obviously yeah. an audience. I just don't understand it personally. Like. Wanting to play something that's that detached from actual gaming. But then again, yeah. hate it on I hate it on fucking TFT and it's my life. <laughs> yeah, and also there's narrative games. And this is, I think, maybe a step up from a full-on just... It's, uh, I can't think of the name. It's, uh, it's just oh, a step um, up. Oh, like the Walking Dead people. Fuck, what are those No, no, no. Those, those are, those are uh, cool. Those are like little interactive. Yeah, tell those, tell. those Telltale games. Those, those are at least kind of video gamey and like, you know, you. I don't know. They those, the, are, those are interactive TV shows. The most shit you do is like spin the mouse to like turn a doorknob or whatever. And I'm like, what the fuck, dude? I thought I was gonna yeah, kill there's, zombies, there's, dude. There's parts where you're Batman and you gotta like set a room up for goons and it's kind of cool. But yeah, those games are pretty plug and play and kind of stupid. But I meant more like narrative, like 
Or like light Hokey novel Pokey type liter- shit. Like, like li- literature club. Yeah, like those novel games where it's literally just like you're just watching like an anime, mm-hmm. like an anime book being book on tape basically with moving What's that one game? Uh, Doki Doki Literary Yeah, That's what I'm thinking of. Doki Doki Literature like, Club. And it's fucking, it gets crazy. Like yeah, it's like all they start killing each other or something like that. Or... It gets all existential at the end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's yeah. the game. Doki Doki. <laughs> that is DD. Yes. I was trying to think of the name. It was something stupid. And yeah. Now I remember now. Yeah. There And those games have been going for fucking decades, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, they, they got whatever. them diehard fans. We call them fucking nerds. You know what I'm saying? Fuck you, <laughs> you fucking um, nerd. But that's it on the demos. I have been noticing in the last year, or especially the last six months or so, there's a lot more demos for games now. I think that's cool. I'm glad cool. we're back to that, right? Like, give yeah. me a chance to try it out. Let me see if I like it. And odds are you're going to get sales you might not have gotten just by giving someone a free game or, you know, a free mm-hmm. test. Yeah, for sure. Or you lose it because I would have just bought Unicorn Overlord like an idiot. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they lost yeah. the sale because you would have got the collector's edition. You'd have been there like, this game's going to be amazing. And then you play it and you're like, ah, oh, fuck. Yeah. Like you will sucks. find <laughs> myself and my money are more easily parted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Um, but yeah, I mean, we did talk a little Elden Ring before, but I mean, there's, I don't know. I mean, there was some cool shit. I uh, did see a freaking martial arts class in there. Dude, the guy doing the <laughs> flying fucking spinning kicks, I was like, Seth's dick is going to explode. Yeah, dude. He's more a of a punchy up. guy, but I mean, it's more, it's just more melee, uh, no weapon kind of fighting options for him, you know? Yeah. That's got to be an Ash of War you can toss on something. I'm thinking that's a weapon. Oh no, that's probably an actual war. But I mean, they weren't holding any weapons. I'm I'm wondering if there's a new, like, oh Kung maybe class. yeah, maybe you can attach Ashes of War to like a fist weapon that then gives you you know like a a hand wrap that would then yeah because yeah he wasn't wearing a weapon but it could be that he puts his weapon away and does it but yeah dope could shit be. the fucking snake guy looks cool uh you know I'm excited to get some. Mikola, you know, like get some story around that. I mean, I never understand what's happening in, that, in those games, but yeah, it'd be nice to get an actual novelization or something. Like, get this R. Martin guy who's never going to write a book again to write something. God, which uh, the shit he wrote supposedly for the game, he didn't write the lore for the game. No, they he wrote a thousand him, years before. They had him it. write lore for a thousand years before, and then they wrote the game after the. The lore that's not in the game. I think it's a pretty cool way to do it, honestly. Like, yeah, especially if and the reason they went for Martin is because he's really good at detailed histories. Like, that's the whole thing around Game of Thrones. There's like thousands of years of history between these like, families. Give us and, the history. Yeah, <laughs> but Don't, they had him do it, and then they hide it behind vague item descriptions. Yeah. <laughs> good job. Getting this world-renowned writer to write you some shit, taking and don't time show anybody away from book six of Game of Thrones, <laughs> which is ne- literally never coming out. By the way, it's never gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but Half-Life, Half-Life Three. But this shit looks crazy. But there's yeah, it's gonna be sick. There's some cool. Like, did you see the giant um, quillback like looking thing where it like shoots up spikes? I saw there's an Ash of War that you get off that. Or something where mm. you as a player can like 
shoot spikes out of your back. I don't know what you would do with it, but someone asked on Reddit, like, what is this Ash of War? And I'm like, dog, it's the fucking quill back we saw, like the giant quill beast. Yeah. It looked fucking cool. Fuck it. I'm excited mm. for new weapons to find because that's all I care about is new weapon. Even if they have the same moveset as five other ones, might have a scaling stat that I want to use, you know? I've never done like a int build. Maybe I can make yeah. cool int guy. I, I like to I like to think so, but I'm never gonna do anything but battle mage. Oh, dude, having hundred percent of the game twice, I've now done like I found Nizar Gigi, and he has like so many cool builds, and they're all themed. So I do the whole thing where like he gives you like um uh a, a weapons and armor sets that all match together, like that make a, a theme. Like the last one was the captain, and you use an eye patch and like a, a student hat. And then you look like a pirate a little bit. And yeah, it was dope. So I'll do another. I'll, I'm going to make a build before the game launches, obviously, or the, the DLC to get prepped. I got to get to Moog's area and beat Moog so that I can be ready for the DLC. But I'll probably take it to the end and just not go to Game Plus. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like doing New Game Plus in any of those ever. We should probably do that ahead of it too james get ready make some characters i mean unless you're gonna go if you're just gonna try to get um gorm up to ng plus uh blood world uh, i mean i'm already in new game plus with them but uh i could definitely just make a new character too if you want to do it in like one like yeah the first playthrough instead of a new game plus version even I mean, new game plus is kind of like easier but yeah, because you're already built up. But like, in, in either way, I was just gonna say, if you wanted to do that, we could co-op our way up. But if not, I'll just mm-hmm. build a guy and summon a bunch of random strangers to blow through it. I have a, right. I have like a a pathway through the beginning of the game that's like you get to level hundred and something super quick, and you have like plus, nice. you have like seven Estus by the start and a plus six weapon <laughs> before you get to Margin. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Mm. Anything else before we get these questions? No, I'm good. You know, uh, I did want to mention, I don't know if you want to talk about it, Shane Gillis, uh, he hosted SNL. Yeah, Mm -hmm. he's great. He's he's great. Fired for uh, telling some jokes that were offensive. But uh, I don't know, I feel like maybe this is a sign that maybe the cultures are getting a little bit more relaxed. Maybe we're getting back to. I mean, he made some. Having... He made some dicey jokes on there, like on he his did. opening monologue. They were very He's funny. So he does his little head nod thing, and it makes it okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Him. Do you think it's uh, this is like a uh, like this is a sign that hey maybe. You know, things are getting a little better. People are easing easing up on the tension of uh, being offended. I don't know. I think Shane... People are tired of the woke left. (laughs) (laughs) Shane Gillis is a good uh, comedian for that kind of stuff because he's so harmless about it. You know, like, he, you know, makes fun of people with Down syndrome. He says gay all the time. But, like, he's just a dude. You know, he's just, like, such a 
guy that would do that. <laughs> you know, that we all know he's just like a jovial frat boy kind of. Um, I don't know. It, my favorite part of that, his whole monologue, was him saying his dad was a volunteer female basketball coach <laughs> over and over again. It was fucking killing me. And no one was laughing, and that was getting me, too. He's like, wow, I really thought that would go over more. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah he, he, did, he did such a great monologue, if uh, if anyone. I would recommend checking it out on YouTube, his uh, SNL opening monologue. You know what I would say sure. this is? It's more of a, a an acknowledgement that like, you know, Chappelle constantly talking about people trying to cancel him and all this shit. Good comedy, if it's a funny joke, it's going to go over better. If you're making shitty jokes that are also mean-spirited, you're probably, you know, that's when you're going to get into some issues, I think. Because, you know, yeah. everyone's always said, like, comedy's kind of above that kind of shit. Anything can be funny if the joke is good, right? I think that's the proof. Is like yeah. a well-structured joke or just a purely funny joke that makes fun of something that is kind of dicey. It's going to be okay if it's actually funny. If it's just being like gay, you know, <laughs> like whatever, <laughs> it's it's probably going to be some trouble. Yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to bring it up. I thought maybe, you know, you might have some opinions on it. But, I yeah, did. Catch a couple of skits he did on there, and the Forrest Gump one really got me. <laughs> Him being the guy that <laughs> was a bully of Forrest Gump, and then being at the <laughs> high school reunion was very funny. <laughs> and then he kept making fun of everybody Forrest was talking about, and they were all dead. <laughs> ah, so good. <laughs> all right, what do we got for questions? Uh, we got Otto Newman writes in and says, any dream mods for Baldur's Gate 3 when they come to console? So they did announce that they are going to be bringing in the mods to consoles. Community mods. Um, I mean, for me, uh, it'll be anything that, you know, adds player-created dungeons or, or uh, modules. You know, if if you let players make full games, they will make full games and they will be good. Mm-hmm. So just, you know, yeah, any of be like... Better? They won't be better than Baldur's Gate 3, but they might adapt like, you know, uh, oh my god, what's Ravenloft? Um, Fucking Vampire 1, or they might, you know, do fucking Horde of the Dragon Queen or whatever, you know, get you to be able to play with your friends through a campaign without having a DM. Yeah. Mm. Which would be very cool. That would be my dream. Is Storm King's Thunder, because I never got to finish that campaign. Okay. Anything I else? Any... I don't really have anything on it. Oh. Yeah, me either. Me and Carlac, dude, any... in hell forever. Any Baldur's Gate mods, Nate? You looking for? Uh, I'm open to recommendations. <laughs> you want to teach me about it. Yeah, I'd have to find what mods actually exist currently on the PC version. Yeah, for um, me, it would be like I don't know, easy like. Easy mode. mode, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> not, I mean, not really. That ruins games, but I don't know. I don't think I would. I don't know. A game like that, I don't really like. I don't really do mods. I'm like a weirdo with that. I like my. I only like official things in my games. So, like, people with Street Fighter, when you play on PC, they have Goku costumes and this costume and that thing. And like Pat from fucking. He's like, oh, somebody model my head, my dog's head onto Zangief because my dog's name is Zangief. So when I play as Zangief, I want my dog's head to be on the Zangief. Like you can do that kind of shit. 
I have no interest in putting like third. Or I don't like putting things that are not official in my games, so I don't like mods at all anyway, so I don't really fuck with them because I'm an asshole. Well, Baldur's Gate 3 was amazing. I would turn God Mode on if I could for the last fight, though. <laughs> it yeah. was fucking brutal. <laughs> uh, hopefully they've, you know, updated it a bit because it is. I I had to turn it to easy and even then I almost uninstalled it. Like, it yeah. was insane. Sick. Uh, in the Discord, Jake77 says, If a demon appeared in front of you and manifested your biggest fear, what would it be? Uh, what am I afraid of? Um, Probably just purely death. Like, I just don't want to die, it seems. <laughs> yeah. You know? Uh... I mean, the only thing I'm really afraid of is random acts of human violence. So, like, un unprovoked random violence on strangers for no reason, because there's just people out there in the world that will do that. They will be walking, they will see someone, and they will say, I'm going to kill that person. So I guess that's the only thing I'm really afraid of, um, is just malicious, harmful people that want to kill or hurt other people for no reason. So I guess it would just be a stranger that murders me for no reason. Yeah, you'd be like, "What? Am, why is this scary?" And he's like, "Oh, well, that if, guy will have a knife." <laughs> if there's a reason, like I live my life pretty carefully, I don't really do things that warrant. I don't really perform actions that allow. Like I don't give people reasons to want to do shit like that. Like you know, like so. I figure you know, like I'm not mean to people. I'm not shitty to people. Like I just. I don't know. Like I, 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 a random act of violence is the only thing I really fear, and because I've seen it, I've like known people like that, and they exist. There's monsters out there. That's I've never known anyone who would just randomly hurt someone. But I don't. I don't mean kill. But I've known like I've known some pretty terrible people who just want to see other people suffer. And they <laughs> like seeing people in pain and suffer. Some and they get off. On some it. men just want to watch the world burn, Master Bruce. <laughs> yeah. And even that, I'm okay with watching the world burn and like things collapsing and shit like that. It's about like directed, targeted human violence on a random person for no reason. That's that's like the only thing I'm really afraid of. Are you afraid of like the strangers where like they kill these people and then they're like, "You open the door." <laughs> yeah, like that's pretty much the that's like the gist of it. Mm -hmm. Is 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 that exact? I mean, if I guess to go super personal, like a dream I had once was somebody knocks on my door, I open it. And it's these two really huge dudes, and he just puts his hand on the door, and he just says, "Oh man, you shouldn't open the door." And that, that is spooky, shit, man. Yeah, that's like the that is the only thing that I'm actually like scared of. It's terrifying. Interesting. Nate, what is your biggest fear? What would a demon show you? Do tell. My biggest fear. Yeah, like a demon appears uh, and shows you the thing you're the most scared of in the whole wide, wonderful world. What is it? What are you seeing? Probably being naked on like a stage <laughs> would probably be hmm. my biggest fear. That's a you pretty got that big dick, though, dude. Yeah, you, you got all off. that dick, my boy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe that's what he's scared of. He's like, it's too big. Everyone makes fun of me because of my giant dick. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that big. It's not that big. Guys. It's normal. <laughs> I was just hard because Aaron was there. <laughs> uh, listen, I was just really, really hard. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not. That's really. 
I, you know, like the violence. I mean, I don't, it doesn't really doesn't really do it for me. It doesn't really get me shaken. <laughs> uh, no, I guess more like embarrassment is more you know more what I would fear. Okay. Yeah, and you know, everyone's had those dreams where you're just naked for no reason, and you're like, wait, yeah. why am I naked? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I mean, I've had the shit bit out of me multiple times, but, you know, it's more like my pride. You never had the shit beat out of you, and then they took off your pants in public? <laughs> that was, that's where they got me. That's They're like, I, now you now you really beat me up. Yeah, you really ruined me. I got pantsed at a pep rally in middle school, and my whole ass underwear came off, too. <laughs> <laughs> but luckily there was a there was a fight happening down in the bleachers uh and so i was at the top in the back of the bleachers obviously because i would hide basically and this dude that would always fucking bully me yanked my pants down and my fucking underwear came down too but a kid had wore a fucking confederate flag shirt to school for the pep rally and was getting the shit beat out of him and everyone was just watching that so nobody saw my dick thank god I mean, probably somebody yeah. saw my dick, but nobody said anything. Mm. Yeah. They took it to the grave. <laughs> they were like, <laughs> I am truly mortified. <laughs> uh, all right. What Jimmy? about you, Jamie? Uh, I guess uh, it's going to be cheesy, but uh, the... Like losing my wife, basically. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, she, she bears the weight of my mental issues and stuff. So, a lot of times, and she's uh, a lot of uh, stability for me. So, yeah, that'd Fuck be yeah, tough. Dude. Yeah. Kelsey was talking about the portal moon or whatever that happened recently that people were talking about, I guess, on TikTok. Some kind of fucking. It was like, the portal's going to open because the moon is here on 222 and I don't whatever. And she was like, if the portal opens, I'm going. And I was like, <laughs> do you consent to me using your death and or disappearance to get laid? <laughs> she said, yeah. <laughs> I said, just so you know, I also consent that if and when I die, if I die before you, feel free to use the sadness of my death to get you some good dick. <laughs> she was like, I won't. <laughs> I'll just live alone forever. I was like. That sounds horrible. She's like, why well, wait? <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Next, we got Kalo says, if you got a million dollars, but every time you used any kind of map, your taste buds changed. For example, salt becomes sweet. Would you take it? Yes, because then I would just use a map again until my taste buds auto-corrected. Yeah. Or I just wouldn't use maps anymore because I have, oh, it's only a million dollars. Mm. Well, I would just pay someone to burn use a map. That. Yeah, I would just have yeah. my wife use her phone. But I guess no, but th- that, yeah. that's cheating. Yeah, the saying yeah. "Hey Siri, count." Yeah, like uh. <laughs> give me directions to blah blah blah. Siri, guide me. You know, <laughs> fucking Jesse. Siri, how to get to? <laughs> hey, <Siri. laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. A million dollars is a lot of money, but you're gonna burn through that in like five years, probably. So. Maybe not. Oh, no. I could live the rest of my life on a million dollars easy. Oh, for sure. But, I mean, probably I just wouldn't use a map anymore. 
I have yeah. the time and the luxury to just walk everywhere. I mean, like you said, I'd probably have to use the map and then be fucked for like a little bit until the next time I need to use it. Because, you know, being real about the the curse that you're getting, you know, you can't just cheese the system. But, you know, yeah, I'd, I'd travel the world, and then every time I left a restaurant or I left the hotel, I'd have to be like, fuck, all right, I'm going to go to somewhere first. <laughs> then before mm-hmm. I eat, I'll use the fucking thing again and hope my fucking taste buds are right. Yeah. Alrighty, you uh, you guys, would you do it? James? Uh, I mean, I am kind of in a unique situation where COVID messed up my taste buds and they have never recovered. So oh, shit. Half the time I can't taste like shit on my taste buds anyway. So. God, I <laughs> remember depends. losing my set, my taste and I was like, if I have to live like this forever, I'll fucking die. Like, it, it, yeah, it was. It, it's been not great. Like I've been yeah. going on like a week year lately, where like the center is just gone, and it's weird. It comes and goes depending on things I eat. Like will affect it, and it'll just stay away and not come back for a little bit. <laughs> so that's yeah. been cool. Um. So yeah, I mean, I'm gonna take the money and use maps because I don't really give a shit. Fuck he it. Said, Wait till I get my money right. <laughs> what about you nate yeah i would do it fuck yeah dude fuck Uh, tasting anonymous one somebody says no love for blasphemous 2 came out at a bad time i haven't had the ability to get back to it blasphemous was awesome but i just it just came out at the wrong time yeah I i didn't touch it because I think it just, yeah, I was like, I don't know. The The first one didn't stick with me as much as I'd hoped. Um, But it was very good. Yeah. So, and I know two kind of fixes some of the things, you know, some of the issues I had. Because I didn't, you know, maybe I want a different kind of weapon, you know. Like, maybe I want a different style of weapon so I can attack faster. But I have, you know, less damage, yeah. things like that. You know, just having that sword was rough. Yeah, I'll I get to it one day, but... And two, there are other weapons, so that's. I didn't even know that. Yeah, I there's like daggers. Watch. There's like great swords. So there's a lot of different hmm. shit you can do. So I'll definitely play it, and I know it's good. I've seen. I've watched a bunch of streams yeah. of it. Yeah, the first one was great, and I really liked it. I got to the final boss and never beat him. Um, I got to the final boss. I'm like, oh, this is really hard. I'll get to this later, and I think something else came out. And well, no, you back. you can't do that. That is literally the worst decision in a game like that because you have to have that skill set still. You know, like yeah. you think you you're gonna to come remember. back, and then you come back, you're like, I don't know how to play video games. Period. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, so I don't see myself getting to that till at the earliest summer. Maybe not for like another year. Uh, next one, someone says, "Is Starfield the biggest flop in gaming history?" No. No. I don't know if it's the biggest flop. It it was pretty it was a pretty bad one cuz it was so like, you know, they it, it was hyped for so long and it was like a big thing and it was supposed to be the savior. I'm trying to think what was a worse flop. There has to be something. Well, I mean, No Man's Sky when it first dropped was No a Man's Sky flop. like was huge. It's yeah. made its way back and people say it's very good. I I can't see that game like being what it what people thought it was, but I think it's just become a good game now, you know, like it's not necessarily the game they promised. It's that it became a good game. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't think so, but you know, it, they did, they did fuck up, but not the worst. 
Uh, someone says, I'm having, I'm going to go off on this for a second. I'm having the hardest time getting into Tekken. I see how cool it is, but the combos and everything is so overwhelming. Advice? <laughs> okay. So, Tekken is a lot simpler than, especially something like Street Fighter. Uh, so, Street, I mean, the Tekken has frames and stuff as well. But look, my approach to Tekken is this, is know how the game kind of, like, know how to feel your character out. You pick a character you like, and then know that the game is basically left hand, right hand, left foot, right foot. So, like, square is left hand, triangle is right hand. So if you want to go, like, one, two, left, right, usually square, triangle, bam, bam. So usually a good combo to try with people is square triangle circle or square triangle X will usually give you a three hit or square square triangle or square triangle square. I know that sounds like a lot. And just know if you drop a combo, you know what you say to yourself. We dropped those. (laughs) That's okay. We dropped those. (laughs) We dropped those. It's okay. Um, Also, another really cool part of Tekken is to know that combinations of buttons equal another button. So and and directions. So, like, like, let's say triangle is your right-handed punch. If you press forward in triangle, that's a different punch. Back in triangle is a different punch. Down forward in triangle is a different punch. Crouching in triangle is a different punch. Every direction is a different move, right? And even, like, when you're crouching and you let go of crouch, as you are standing, that is the while rising state. That turns all of your buttons different. You attack while you're rising, which is another move. So trying different, a different direction, don't think of it like Street Fighter where you're doing all these motions because there's no motions. Everything is a direction and an attack. Also, so like left, there's left punch and there's right punch. If you press both punches together, that is another punch button. So like I like to macro, I'm not anymore because the shoulder buttons are used for things, but you can macro buttons. So you can have both punches on like your L1 or something if you want. Both kicks are going to be another button. So like both kicks with back or forward or down forward. That's another attack. This is a way for you to find really cool moves that you'll use a lot. Like with King, I know that back and left kick is a like it's a it's a kick he does like a donkey kick that also has armor on it. Find your moves that have armor. That way you don't get interrupted while you're performing them. But any attacks you do absorb during those get turned into gray health, which you can get back if you attack your opponent, kind of like Bloodborne. Um, so definitely try even things like left kick, right punch, X and triangle. That's a button. Left punch, right kick, square circle. That's another button. So every combination of two buttons is a button that will give you another set of moves that will change depending on the direction. That's how you find all of your moves. Also, go to the training, press start, go to your move list. I know it looks daunting. They're just laying out every one of your character's unique actions. Tekken characters have between 75 and 130 moves per character. That's a lot. But they're all super simple inputs. You don't have to memorize them all. You just need to dick around with your character till you find moves you like. I don't do combos. There's a whole part of Tekken I don't take part in. And that's OTG. OTG means off the ground. A lot of times you'll notice your character gets attacked and you bound off the floor 
and while you're bouncing off the floor, the other guy rushes in and keeps doing a combo, and you're kind of like being juggled, and it looks silly. I hate that in games. Yes, that is the main combo shit in Tekken. I don't really fuck with it. That's why there's a certain level I won't go past. Because it just looks kind of dumb to me, but that's how you play Tekken, is you chase after characters on the OTG, and you continue the combo. Um... Yeah, I just don't I like I don't like the idea of games being about who can juggle the person first, right? Like who can get a person up in the air so that then they can't do anything for the rest of the game. Yeah, but I mean they give you they give you the ability to do things like the way that you land can have you if you land properly and at the right moment press the right button, you'll roll to the side and if you roll to the right side, their attack's going to miss. They give you the tools to balance the game out. It's just that's when you're getting into like intermediate level. And I like to play games casually. I like to play for adventure. I don't play fighting games to win. I play for fun. So there's like a whole part of this shit that I don't even go into because I don't want to. You play for what? I play for adventure. I play for fun. No, just because earlier when we were talking, I said I don't like fun. It doesn't mean (laughs) I don't have fun playing video games. Like I play for fun. Uh, So, yeah. So also I would recommend... Roofelmonger, R-O-O-F, Roofelmonger, is a FGC content creator. He makes some of the best tutorial videos for every fucking... I don't know how this guy is this good at every game the moment it drops. But Roofelmonger has a really good Tekken 8 beginner's guide. And then he also has character-specific guides. He's not the only one. FGC content is through the roof right now. There's so much of it. I'm not even going to name other dudes because they don't get free promo from me. But, like, uh, I'm just kidding. I don't remember the names. Um, but it's really, uh, Ruflemonger is really cool. He does a really great job at explaining stuff. So I would recommend uh, also have fun. Find somebody you like. Find someone you look, you think looks cool and does cool stuff. And, and if not, hit me up. Come to the Discord. Or message us on whatever, Instagram. You saw this on Instagram. Send me a message. I'll play with you. I'll give you some tips. I'll I'll fucking training mode with you and give you tips. It's a fun time. It's a great game. Everyone should own a copy of Tekken 8. Even your fucking grandma. She could play this shit too. Uh, But yeah. Come get juggled, grandma. (laughs) Fuck yeah. And then last one, someone says, So, does Helldivers 2 stand any chance for Game of the Year against Final Fantasy Rebirth and Dragon's Dogma 2? Not even close. Definitely not. Could um, be like indie game of the year. You know, it could definitely get up there in, in that because I think not it is, indie though. Oh, it's is not it? indie. Oh, is it first it's like party? Between, it's like it's no, it's not. It's like in it's the third middle party. It's uh, it's like third party Arrowhead. Um, and they'll be first party eventually when they get bought out. But I do <laughs> definitely think it'll get it'll get like uh, what's the word stand out. Of the year, okay. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure, like they're immediately gonna be like, boom, like we didn't expect, like they didn't expect this shit, because their first game was like getting like five thousand concurrent players. They didn't expect fucking three, four hundred thousand per, you know, on one thing on just on PC. So I don't think they expected like damn near a million people playing at the same time. Yeah, I mean, it's huge. I only huge. said like third... not a chance because it just seems like there's. No, Final Fantasy and Dragon's Dogma. Yeah, I mean... I can even see it overshadowing Dragon's Dogma because not a lot of people know or respect Dragon's Dogma because they didn't bother with it. Mm-hmm. So, but it's not going to be fucking Final Fantasy. Um, nah, and honestly, like, outside of the co-op experience, the game is very boring. And 
I mean, I didn't get to talk about my games, but like Hell Divers, I did get to play. It's, oh shit! Why did you talk about? Talk about oh, I cut you off. That was my, I thought you were done. Oh, you're good. Um, it's very. I found it to be very boring. I don't really see the hype. Um, I've played. I mean, I, Remnant Two, for instance, is just an overall better version of the same type of thing, but it adds story. It adds. Um, gear more elements gear the co-op's still there like it's it's i don't know like if when i compare it to something like remnant 2 at the same price point like it's it's just a nothing burger except for the co-op experience everybody's like you know going it's going viral for but i mean i played through i think i put in i don't know I played several rounds with people, and then I tried doing solo, but, like, I mean, the solo is whatever. I mean, <laughs> it's just horde. Like, I did, like, a, a what is it, like, hold. Defense? Defense thing, yeah. And it was it was whatever. It was, you know, just a horde defense thing. But, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I think a lot of people are giving the game more credit, um, based on their just their co-op experience and i think maybe you know maybe i get in with you guys and i will have a better idea or have a better time with it but as the game like itself it's just there's nothing really that unique to it to me um and i don't even i think it's very kind of clunky in in some ways um it looks good it does look good um i will say that mind the yeah no, I was just saying, I will say it does look good. Like, that definitely is something I noticed watching. Oh, yeah, play. definitely. I don't mind the, like, tactical call down button thing. That's a nice little touch. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't get the hype. I, 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 like I said, I think if you, if a lot of people put time into it, like, solo, they wouldn't be sitting there playing that game for, like, five hours straight like you could, like, a Remnant 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's like like what I said before another time was like it doesn't do anything new really. There's no. nothing special about it. But it's what's for some reason the overall package at least for me cuz I'm like I'm enjoying it a lot. There's something super special about it. That's just so much fun. I have so much fun regardless of whether I'm on comms with Bone or if I'm playing with strangers and it's silent. Or if I'm with strangers, man, I ran into these fucking Dominican dudes. This guy just said like <laughs> hello and I was like <laughs> I was like, you okay? <laughs> he was like Dominicano. And I was like, yeah. And I played with these two Dominican guys and it was fucking insane. Like I would have clipped it, but one of them kept dropping the end bomb. Um <laughs> But uh but uh, it was uh, it was a lot of fun. Then I played with some like, nerds, just some like polite nerds or whatever. But yeah, I don't know. There's just something a lot of fun, and it is the co-op. It is the fact that like like I was saying earlier, if they can get the co-op to be seamless, like hopping in and out of a game on off your ship, joining a friend, finding new people, it's so fucking seamless and easy to just jump around, find a game, do whatever, and. Yeah, the actual game itself, it's just a fucking pretty generic freaking third-person shooter horde thing. But well, there's something say, about it 
There's something about it that's fucking. There's zero special. depth to it, like at all. I think I I really just think it got, it literally blew up and went viral, and for just like the co-op experience, and it does again, it does look good, but like like I said, I think I don't know if we I said it on the podcast or not, but I had played the actual Starship Trooper game that came out on PC, the like beta thing they did, and hey. it's the same game, but like more and so it doesn't it's like you said it's nothing new um i don't know yeah i don't know i don't get it personally i i i I don't see it and with all the issues with the server shit and i i'm just kind of blown away i think maybe part of it could even be just the fact that some people can't get in there and they want to know what the hype's about and so it's building anticipation and making it you know very talked the, about and stuff. But the number though, because it's the third most concurrent, like the third like it's 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 only behind what was it? It's behind Dota 2 and Counter-Strike. Like that's a lot of people. That like it it's it's wild. I don't get it but though, man. Currently like, or all time? All time. All time. That's crazy. Beam? The servers aren't big enough to hit that number. I don't know, but uh, their servers are like what two hundred and fifty thousand. That's no, not enough up, to hit that they're number. They're up to they're up to seven. No, but they 000. weren't. Hmm. Yeah, to have done and that's it split too. Isn't that split like there's PlayStation yeah. servers and then there's Steam servers? Well, I think it's each one. Like Steam itself had like in the beginning, it was I think two sixty. Then it went up to three fifty. Then three seventy. But it was it the, the limit is like seven hundred on steam mm-hmm. and i think it's another 700 on playstation um so i don't know i mean i i'm getting that from like pretty trusted podcast buddies i don't know they, they could be lying i guess but i'm not i saw it on an article somewhere as well i just didn't i should have put it in here um well that's but, like last epoch came out right and it's beating path of exile on steam but path of exile has their own launcher too so i just feel like sometimes they like to hype these numbers you know I'm not saying yeah, they yeah. as in the Helldivers, but just in general, people are like hyping it. And Last Epoch's great. You know, I'm not here to hate on it at all. It's just people were saying it like, yeah, it's beating everybody, dude. And then it's like, mm, it's doing well. It's doing really well, you know, on Steam especially, but that's disingenuous, yeah. you know. Yeah, but yeah, you, you know, also have to consider no. that people are sitting in the like loading screen for hours waiting to get in. That I mean, Steam logs that as playtime. That's true. I had and, 88 know, minutes concurrent. of play time and I never played. Mm. It was concurrent. It was third place. Like right now, concurrent it's concurrent just means pl- yeah, like yeah. right in now. the game. So right yeah. now it's number two, but no concurrent. No, because there's plenty of games on here that are in the millions, like Pal World, PUBG. Yeah, Pal World uh, already Dota. came out and beat everything. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Pal World is still behind PUBG of an all time, but it looks like Pal World oh, is the really? number one. Oh, yeah, PUBG Pal- will be really hard to reach though. PUBG all time is 3.2 million and Power World's 2.1 million. Yeah. And Helldivers <laughs> is only four, four, crazy. 458,000. That's still crazy that they sold that it's many still, copies. It's still really high. But it shows yeah. you, it really does. That's what I was saying. I think the big thing here is like game companies need to recognize people want to play co-op games, dude. <laughs> Like, if you make them easy to play, yeah. Because yeah. I, don't, I don't fuck with co-op shit because it's too convoluted and bullshit. And with this... It's so easy to just, just jump into. Also, I mean, game. we live in 2024, dude. It should be as simple as click your friend, join game. Like in 
any game that has co-op. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking. I at will the point out game that that concurrent like all time thing. I mean, take it for what you want, but I mean, Cyberpunk six over Elden Ring, which is seven, and over Baldur's Gate, which is ten. Hogwarts Legacy is nine, and then Goose Goose Duck is eleven. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> I mean, it's it's definitely just like a more of a popularity chart. Like when things yeah. go viral, mm-hmm. they just pop off. Except for things like Counter Strike, because that actually held up. I think PUBG, Dota, yeah. still being played like crazy. Counter Strike like, Two finally came out, and I'm fucking permanently vac banned. That's <laughs> <laughs> funny. It's it makes me so yeah. sad because like sometimes I get the urge to go play Counter Strike, and I literally can't. And Man. it's funny that I got hacked and all they did was play Counter-Strike <laughs> and, and cheat. <laughs> like, damn, dude, y'all couldn't fucking... They probably got their own account banned and then had to yeah. just do years to play. Yeah. Maybe learn to not cheat, you know? Maybe that's the lesson. Right. Get good. Get good, scrub. Yeah. Good. Fuck yeah, dude. So yeah, no, Game they're not going to get Game of the Year, but I'm pretty sure they'll get like some kind of standout award yeah. thing because it's pretty crazy. And yeah. if you're playing, hit us up because I'm they playing. They could it, get multiplayer game of the year too. You know, like oh, for sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's it. I think we did it. Oh wait, James, did you want to talk about Forgive Me, Father? Yeah. I'm sorry, I definitely skipped. You. Uh, I can wait till next week, and I maybe I'll have it beat by then. All right. Well, it's a cool ass shooter. That's fucking uh, yeah, man. Two D, three D, Cthulhu shit. It's very cool. Fuck yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's very very cool. <laughs> Hell yeah! Join to join the Twitch this weekend. I'll be playing Final Fantasy. Uh, that's pr- probably gonna be it until Dragon's Dogma. I mean, I'm I'm sure I'll play more Hell Divers and shit, but Final Fantasy and then Dune, I guess next week. God yeah. damn it! Oh, yeah. Maybe I'll, I should Cannot probably start. Wait for Dune. Start the first one tonight, probably. I guess. Been hearing a lot of good reviews on that already. Oh yeah, like, I mean. The, one of the greatest of all time like this is yeah. gonna be like a yeah, historical I, I read movie that. <laughs> I read, like i read like possibly mm-hmm. the greatest sci-fi film ever made or something Damn, fear is the mind killer i will not fear fear is the mind may killer. your may your blade shatter and whatever <laughs> <laughs> that's how i would I'm say it. For it may your blade shatter watch and... the first one. Oh, dude I, it's on Netflix, right? Uh, it's getting ready to leave Netflix and getting ready to go on Max. So okay. it'll be somewhere. <laughs> Max will probably get it right when uh, the yeah. new one comes out. Yeah, because people are going to want to watch it. Mm-hmm. I'm excited oh, yeah. for it. I really liked the first one. And, you know, they did the thing. They did it right where if you're going to do it, have everybody come back, like have the director come back. You know, a lot of times these people yeah. make sequels. And they're like, it's a new person now, anyways. And then they don't, they fundamentally don't understand what made the first one good. Yeah. Then you get a Star Wars where you get an Empire Strikes Back and you're like, holy shit. Christopher Nolan said, this is the Empire Strikes Back of the Dune universe. (laughs) And Mm. Denis Villeneuve was like, I'm going to (laughs) cry. Because he loves that movie, I guess. I mean, it is. Probably the best Star Wars movie. 
Anyways, mm. Dune, we'll talk about it next week. Well, we're seeing it. Fuck yeah. yeah. Dune no. and Final Fantasy First Impressions. Yeah, I'll be playing that too. Fuck yeah, dude. I'm going to be probably really mad. <laughs> <laughs> the first one get really good, fucked me up. <laughs> I can't get good, okay? You make it sound easy. It's not easy. Just play the game the way it wants to be played. But no, just do a story difficulty. Yeah, well, no, that's... The truth is, truly, just play the game how it wants to be played. That's that's the thing I have to keep remembering, is, like, it's not Dark Souls. Not every mm-hmm. game is Dark Souls. <laughs> yeah. Not, it's the, not every dodge roll is the same. Yeah. You have to just learn yeah. how they want they want it done. That should be on the shirt. Like, not every dodge roll is the same. Mm-hmm. Every times in life... Every gotta... pee-pee time is a poo-poo time, but not every poo-poo time is a pee-pee time. I mean, reverse that. Other way. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I, I heard right. that, and I was like, how dare you? I got told on the internet that some people poop without peeing, and I'm, I still don't believe it, but... <laughs> Anyways, all right. We love you guys. Goodbye forever. Take care of yourselves, guys. Bye. Bye. Oh shit.